Welcome, everybody, to a very special episode of the H3 Podcast. We are back in the studio. Yeah. Feels good. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey, ExpressVPN, and Tushy. Uh, we have, a we have as I said, a special episode. This is not going to be a normal podcast. We are going to be responding in full to the notorious death of H3H3 Productions video made by Gokunaru. Um... I'll give you some background, basically, to fill you in. And by the way, we have call-ins today from PewDiePie, JonTron, William Osmond, Shoenice, and Jimmy Lee are all calling into the show today. It's a blockbuster. Um, very excited. <clears throat> so who is Gokunaro? <clears throat> Excuse me. Gokunaro, I'm going to give I'm just going to try to set the stage as quickly as I can because it's a long video. It's like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So Gokunar was a, was at the time a small creator that had this viral hit, the death of H3H3 Productions. And it's an hour and a half uh, ball buster of me. He busts my balls for an hour and a half. <laughs> and um, he basically says that I'm a hypocrite or he said his main thesis is that I can't can't take criticism and that I'm a hypocrite, I think, or, you know. Uh, s- such and such. People love this video. It is beloved by uh, by many, really. And um, it racked up like a million views, I think, which is incredible considering the size of his channel, right? Like, I think before it came out, he probably had 10,000 subs. I, I don't know. I-, I-, I may be speaking that turn. I know his channel was small, though. And it now he has like, you know, 140,000 subscribers and this video made him put him on the spot, let's say. So um, we never responded to this video. People wonder why we never responded to it. Truthfully, the reason is that, or at least directly, is that, uh, I mean, at the time it came out, especially, and well, even today, there's there are a lot of videos criticizing me on YouTube, and I don't, at a certain point, you really just can't even fathom responding to everything you kind of just have to put on your blinders to an extent so that you can keep living your life and not just crumble i mean frankly it's it, it is difficult to to uh have so many videos uh critiquing you online but that that's fine obviously i've i've uh <clears throat> muscled through it <clears throat> obviously there's 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 a lot to criticize here so i'm not saying that you know they they shouldn't be made but then what happened ultimately was a few months ago, the video was removed by YouTube for they changed, updated their policy to include a clause that says simulate uh, creator on creator simulated violence. And at the end of his well, in his thumbnail, he had him with a gun to the back of my head. And at the end of his video, <clears throat> he has a, a fairly, I would say, uh, graphic uh, assassination scene. His video ends with him assassinating me and burying me and then spitting on my body. So it's a li- it's definitely like a very unsettling, creepy assassination scene. And obviously that to me, a lot of people speculate why it was removed. To me, when I saw that, I was like, oh, this is obviously why it was removed. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then there's further conspiracies uh, that I was the one responsible for getting the video removed. Uh, conspiracies that were put forth by none other than your beloved Keemstar, who said, it started with this, he says, 
most video he says starts with saying most videos criticizing you when you were 100% messing up years ago have been removed correct me if I'm wrong but didn't you have a meeting with Susan well so he says most I mean it was literally just one mm-hmm. so leave it to Keemstar of course this is what he does right but this isn't a video about Keemstar <laughs> <clears throat> um, here he posts a picture of us and Susan so this is the evidence Garbage. <clears throat> Garbage. So we met with Susan. That's true. And apparently also, just to reveal everything. If you go to... Here's, uh, here's Gokunaro's video. When he, he made a video about his video was removed for harassment. And this is also circumstantial evidence, which is damning. The episode of the podcast where he has Gus Johnson on. In that podcast episode, when he clicks the video tab, you can see that my username is in his history. As in, he typed my username in there, and he knows how to type it, unlike 99% of the people who are only vaguely aware of me. What's even So, the fact that, that somebody spelled it right is evidence that... Funnier is that that podcast was on April 10th, and Susan Watch Kiki Watch released Kiki? her letter to creators no. on April 30th. Watch Kiki? By doing maybe a little bit of research, joke. with help maybe. from Bedhead Bernie, we were able to figure out that Susan visited H3 on April 18th, 2019. Yes, the, the evidence is definitely... I, I see where he would draw the conclusion. But I will say that, um, that no, I'm not responsible for the video being taken down. I mean, circumstance, I mean, if you look at the circumstance, it was up for a year. The video had settled. Why, I, I, I mean, ultimately, why would I have it removed after it was all settled and obviously renew this whole conspiracy about, like, censorship? I mean, <clears throat> it doesn't make much sense to me. But the circumstantial evidence is, is clearly damning. But I will say that, uh, no, I didn't have anything to do with it. And, um... Uh, obviously somebody typed it in on this laptop. I agree with that. Um, I don't, I don't know who it was. I mean, a lot of people use this laptop, so, uh, it may have been me. I don't know. But, but I don't, but I didn't tell her to remove your video. I can tell you that for sure. I remember the content of our conversation. The thing is, if you go to the blog post, he kind of makes it sound like we just talked about creator on creator harassment, but she, she met with a ton of creators and she talked about, Here's this blog post. Living up to our responsibility, support creator and artist success, and uh, improving communications games. I remember the whole content of our conversation was about me bitching at her that they need to do more to help edgy channels, as they call them. Because all of my friends with normal channels, their CPM rebounded. And my rep at YouTube is always like, oh, everyone's CPMs are fine, and they're making more money than they ever did. And I'm like, well, well, I know that my CPM is worse than it's ever been. Because they they added these... CPM is the ad revenue. I don't know if everyone follows the, ad rate, yeah. the terms. Like price per thousand views or whatever, how much you get paid. And because they added all these new like systems to protect brands from going on edgy channels and I'm and I'm like my argument to her is like why is it that if you go on Comedy Central or MTV or or at that old back in the day but uh, these are like South Park like um, these are the shows that advertisers want to be on Mm -hmm. so why is it that you guys can't figure out how to sell ads to content like mine and a lot of other people's that make content similar to mine. Right. Why is it you can't figure that out? That seems to me like a huge missed opportunity for both of us. So that that was what I bitched to her about the entire time. 
And actually, well, at any rate, so that, that, that's what I was talking to her about. Um, so anyway, people seem to think that I have um, the really, Susan, you guys have to understand, is one of the richest, most powerful women on, in the planet, on the planet. Um, I love that you guys think I have her under my thumb, but unfortunately, that's the only time I've spoken to her, and we did not discuss Gokunaro. Although, I, I will give it up that, that the evidence is strong there, circumstantially. Um, yada, yada, yada. It, I, I, but, but ultimately, you guys will see when I get to that end scene, it's, it is pretty graphic. And Gokunaro even says in one of his videos that he thinks that scene crossed the line. And if he really wanted the video back up, I just don't understand why he wouldn't just cut that part out. Right. Like, people re-upload the video, and then they're like, uh, censorship is being taken down. But if you look on YouTube, that any of, anyone who cut out that end scene, the video is still up. And, that, and you know, that's, that's YouTube's rule, okay? So this video has gained this mythical reputation of between this conspiracies with me and Susan and the censorship and like how it just went viral that now uh, now it's just become this huge thing and like people are reposting it like as some kind of anti-censorship thing and that's fine but I want I figured out well fuck it let's just watch the damn thing because it's the video you don't want people to yeah that's see. What, that's what people are marketing it as that's what Keemstar like he posted it on his channel as the video Ethan doesn't want you to see. Well, actually, that's not true to the point where I'll, let's all watch it together. So with that being said, let's just jump right into it in the words of the great Philip DeFranco. So here we go. Now, now in the in the sake of brevity, there's like a whole intro sketch that's three minutes long that I don't have much to comment on. So I'm just going to skip that and go straight to the criticism. Um, but he basically is plotting to kill me, essentially, in the intro sketch. He's... He spits blood on my poster. He's obsessed with me. He's doing karate. It's kind of like a taxi cab-esque, just weird obsession. And he wants to kill me. That That's the character. Taxi driver. Taxi driver. Yeah. Thank you, Dan. So anyway, this is chapter one, First Blood, Leafy and Pyro. Ethan Klein has done a lot for the YouTube community. And his main channel videos are pretty funny. Thank you. So why am I making this video? Because he's a hypocrite and because he can't take criticism. <laughs> This whole story started with Ethan taking one big risk. Dude, his room, by the way, I know it's not relevant, but his room is so messy. Well, Most who of you guys to speak know. Well, our old videos? I, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but if you're making your big Magnus Opus, you'd think you would, like, clean up your room a little bit. Most of you guys probably know Leafy is here, popular YouTuber who's been blowing up big time. I'm actually friends with these guys, so it's awkward and it's uncomfortable. But if for some reason, we as a community have been giving these guys a pass. And I mean, if you look at Leafy's channel, all he does is make fun of kids and like vulnerable people. No, there's no sport in making fun of these people. They're just, it's just sad. It's, it's stupid, honestly, that we've all gone this long giving these, these channels a pass who are cancerous. I'm serious. So Ethan calls out Leafy for bullying kids and bullying disadvantaged people in his videos. And, you know, I'm not upset about that. That's not the issue here. The issue is this. And like, oh, his room was clean in that shot. Oh, the conspiracy deepens. I didn't notice that. <laughs> <laughs> me and Leafy are friends, you know? You're friends with this guy? Me and Leafy are friends. All right, so you're friends with him. So how exactly did, did you get to this point? Like, actually, I'll let you 
play play along at home. What do you think? Did Ethan A discuss the video with Leafy prior to uploading it? B upload it with no warning whatsoever? Or B because the an the answer is the answer is B. Alright, so right off the bat, that establishes that Ethan's goal in this was not to stop Leafy from bullying kids. It was to stir the pot. To get so, some well, here, let me... drama going, to come out as the hero. Well, and I'm... I, don't, I don't agree necessarily with that conclusion. Um, I don't see why me telling him ahead of time has anything to do with me just wanting to stir the pot. The truth that, about that situation, though, is that... I think in that video, I did make a mistake by referring to Leafy as my friend because right. we were acquaintances, which is something that I kind of, I messed up because Leafy played up that angle in his video about, we were friends and he, ba but that, that, that wasn't it's really just, the, uh, the, the way it was. It's just this kind of like uh, creator following another creator, if, talking in DMs. Yeah. It's not really friends, you know, but 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 okay, but but to draw the conclusion that I don't didn't care about what I was talking about is uh, I don't understand how he can draw the conclusion from the fact that I didn't tell Leafy that I was making a video. Fine with that. You can do that. I love stirring the pot. However, you made one crucial little error. I really just want to see his channel die out. I fucking hate him and his channel. Don't give Pyro a platform to defend himself. Me and Leafy are friends, you know? Oh shit, we're friends! I mean, that's terrific, man. I mean, I should have known since you literally were sucking my dick about my channel about a month ago. Happy for you blowing up. You got a unique style and personality, man. By the way, a month a month ago in Leafy time, I don't know what was the temporal, but that was when I first discovered him, and then he started making all these really, mm -hmm. like, going down this path of, like, shitting on kids and stuff. He was making videos daily, so a yeah. month was actually a long, a long time. I think it was more than a month, though. But. <laughs> you worked hard to get where you are, and you deserve it. It just pisses me off to see Pyro writing yours to undeserved success. This was the first time that we got a good look at the true, jealous, manipulative side of H3H3, or Ethan. He's straight up calling Pyrocynical... Pyrocynical... A psychopath, cancer, no goofs, no gaffes. This is his honest, unfiltered opinion between two peers in the same platform. Well, recently, I've actually had a lot of private messages sent to me of H3H3 giving me a lot of shit, saying how my channel is cancer, saying how I'm completely unoriginal, and I'm a total sociopath. Now, Pyro, being a level-headed and self-aware guy, came out on this position on top. Do you know why? Because he knows how to handle criticism. He knows how to deflect it. He's smart. Now even though Ethan said all this shit about me, and I'm pretty sure he'd kill me if he saw me in real life. I'm gonna respect his privacy and not show any of these messages. <laughs> Except that one, because <laughs> it's genuine. I always took cross with the notion that I would kill him in real life. It's just, but, okay, I'm gonna let him finish his point, and then I'll address it. But what happens when the peasant calls out the saint himself? Does H3H3 Productions go to him and say, You are cancer, motherfucker! I said it here, and I'm gonna say it now, you're cancer! No, dude, guess what he does? He fucking lies! He tweets out saying, Why are you straight lying, dog? Oh, okay, so here it was also revealed that Ethan directly lied in a tweet to Pyro. When Pyro had some suspicions that Ethan was conspiring against him with other YouTubers, Ethan immediately said, no, dude, why are you spreading lies? So, okay, let's unpack that. So when I tweeted at Pyro, well, I'm going to give context to this whole thing. So first of all, let me just address, I had this con- Oh, we're getting, we have WhatsApp open? What was that, Dan? My bad. 
I still had it open on my so computer. So we, uh, we were having, uh, me and Leafy were having a conversation about Pyro privately. And first of all, it was super embarrassing that I, I, I look back on that conversation with great shame. It was very embarrassing and it was totally out of line that I was speaking with Pyro, about Pyro like that. I totally own that. But now let's go look at the, co the context because I think it's important, first of all, when you watch this video, to see how he opens it. He says, he tempers the audience expectation by starting it by saying, the following video was completed after hundreds of hours of research, recording and editing. So, so I'm presuming that he did all the research, which is strange because if you just go to Google and literally type H3H3, Leafy is here, DMs, here, I'll do it right here. Watch. Because I was, I was just kind of, I was looking, because Leafy dumped our whole DM conversation in his video. So I was like, oh, I, I know they're still out there. So I go, uh, Leafy is here, DMs, H3H3. And the first top result, look, uh, right here. Let's, let's click this. So this is the big write-up I made about it because I didn't want to make a video response. But, let's see. Basically, Leafy sent him, like, Leafy made it look like I was just railing on Pyro, but this is shit that Leafy was sending me. Pyro's a fucking psychopath. Yeah, he's a fucking rat, dude. God, I fucking hate this guy. He's a scum. Fuck this guy. Likewise, man, hopefully he just falls in a ditch. Yep, he's cancer. Literally told me not to associate with this cunt. I should have listened. He's fucking crazy. So, I mean, like, that that was just the vibe of the conversation, which is super cringy. I agree. He, there's this weird thing, like, <clears throat> that I was trying to get people to make a video about Pyro, which is so out of character and insane. That's something that I would never do. And if you go look at our DMs conversations, that, by the way, Pyro read and everybody read, right? It's he, Leafy says, like, 10 YouTubers has brought up the titles thing to me. Yeah, don't worry. It was like 10 other YouTubers. Do you want me to bring up the overlay? He's making a video and talking with other YouTubers about making videos about him. I said, no, don't bring it up. It's fine. He says, uh, he's been ripping off montage parody people forever. He ripped them off too. So he's talking with people about, um, about making videos to Pyro. I said, this is between us, right? Yeah, don't worry. I'm not saying anything. I never said anything earlier either. It was just a few YouTubers saw the title thing. I said, thanks, man. No problem. We're all in this together. Fuck this guy. I said, you know what? I'm not interested in blasting him publicly. All right. You know what? Just leave it. It's fine. I'm sorry. And he says, you don't have to uh, explain yourself. He's, he says, if I bring it up, he'll stop and you can't do anything about it. I said, if I have an issue, I should confront him about it and not have you do it on my behalf. And that's where I left it. I said, if I've got a problem, I'll just tell him I don't want to blast him publicly. Which is funny because um, in the video he cites, Leafy says the exact opposite, that I went behind his back. But again, he's citing Leafy, right? Like, Leafy's original video. And if he did all this research, clearly he would have read my post. But, like, just take it from somebody who actually... Um, who actually watched the videos, right? Look at this. This also came up when I just typed H3H3 Leafy. F 
fucking DMs. Look at, take it from this guy. Video is wrong about H3, H3. The thing is, is like when H3 and Leafy were talking about Pyro, they were talking about destroying Pyro, right? But Leafy is the one that brought it up. This was Leafy's idea to destroy Pyro Cynical. So the two of them start talking shit about how much they don't like him in the DMs. And somewhere along the line, fucking H3H3 drops the, the best meme line ever. Do not give him a platform to defend himself. And Leafy's all gun-ho. Let's destroy Pyro. But then as the conversation goes on, H3H3 realizes that, you know, this is kind of out of line. And Ethan literally says in the fucking DMs, yeah, let's not do this. This is, this is not cool. This is not a good idea. Let's just drop it. And Leafy still wants to attack Pyro. Now, when Leafy exposes H3H3 for plotting on Pyro, Leafy doesn't show any of the goddamn DMs <clears throat> that he started it, that he still wants to do it, or the fact that fucking Ethan no longer wanted to attack Pyro. It was just two guys talking shit in a private DM, and Leafy manipulated everyone by taking that one line out and showing everyone... Don't give Pyro a platform to defend himself. All this fucking information comes out in the new beta podcast that's about to drop. Me, Clown, and Tommy all seen the full DMs, and I'm telling you right now, Ethan, H3H3, is fucking innocent, mm. all right? Yes, he was talking shit in a moment, but he decided not to go after Pyro when this was Leafy's idea, and Leafy still wanted to go after Pyro. Leafy lied and manipulated everyone. Wow. Like he has so many other times. <laughs> you heard it from Keith. Wow. I mean, who is that guy? Like, he who, seems like a really stand-up guy. Who better to speak up for me than Keemstar? He's actually got the right take. Like, what happened but here? But I think this is this just show, goes to show like when when Keemstar doesn't when, see, he's on uh, your when you're side. not on your his your enemy yeah. list. But no, he says I read the DMs and. To quote him, H3H3 is innocent. But I have to question Gokunaro's uh, research because he says he did hundreds of hours of research. And then I have to assume he also watched the Baited podcast where we talk about this specific issue at great length and explain all this. So the fact that he's actually bringing up this old Leafy video is without any context or amendment. Kind of either, either his research is not as good as he says or it's like a really bad faith argument. That's my take. As you've seen, uh, have you seen Keemstar explain for himself? So, like, yeah, I mean, he sets up the video with this with this whole narrative that I'm trying to get people to make a video on Pyro, which is just, it's been proven wrong. Mm -hmm. And so... And that was what you meant, right, when you tweeted at Pyro why he's Yes, of lies. course. He said in his video that I was trying to make videos, get people to make videos on him. I'm like, what? So that's why I said, why are you lying about me? Literally, because I was like, dude, that's crazy. Like, that's just crazy. Like, what are you talking dog? Yeah. Oh, okay, so here it was also revealed that Ethan directly lied in a tweet to Pyro. See, based on what did I lie? I don't understand what he's, what, how could he conclude that? When Pyro had some suspicions that Ethan was conspiring against him with other YouTubers, Ethan immediately said, no, dude, why are you spreading yeah, lies? Yeah, because it was a lie, and you can you could have looked it up easily. Or I'm assuming you did see it in your research, but you decided to leave it out. Hmm. So that's an interesting way to start the video. That's all I'm saying. Ironic. <laughs> oh, 
hypocrisy counter Can number you just one find, baby like someone to pick on your own size like i mean seriously dude what's oh, going on You're and then this part he, he shows i'm saying find someone to pick on your own size and i have one million subs and pyro has seven hundred thousand and apparently I'm punching down because of that. <laughs> by the, but Which by the, is, that's generally considered the same size. Yeah. I mean, a million and seven hundred. But also I'm, by also I'm t having a private conversation, and I right. let, said in that conversation that I don't want to blast them publicly. So that's a stretch. That's quite a stretch. Picking on kids. What, what's cool about that? Clean <laughs> cut. So his, his hypocrisy counter is at two, but I think I can wash both of those away. I wouldn't exactly call it clean cut. He's got the hair of a fucking six-year-old dude with a goddamn <laughs> shitty toupee. So Ethan was. He was recruiting a army of small channels. I mean, Timmy Braxton, people... That, again, he's, he's using Leafy's old arguments, which is pretty weird. But Timmy Braxton was the one time we made fun of a kid, but I feel like if you watch that video, you'll see that it's not that bad. I don't know. I mean, also, there's an argument of... Um us evolving over time that's something that we currently don't do or at the time even stop doing you know at the time we made that video our channel was small and when your channel's small you have this attitude of like nobody's gonna see this yeah and and very much i bear that in mind with him too because i i actually want to give go canaro a lot of benefit of the doubt here because i think he's actually a talented content creator and i don't want to shit on him personally because when he made this video, his channel was very small, and he said himself he didn't expect anyone to watch it. So, you know, a lot of stuff I'm pointing out, like, now that it's gone, like, viral and everybody thinks it's, like, such an important video, it's important for me to talk about these issues and set the record straight. But on a personal level, I understand why, why it, you know, he would try to manipulate things. Because he, he goes, look, I'm just trying to make a good video. People aren't going to watch it. When you have a million plus subs, then you understand that you have more responsibility to, you know, say things straight or to have more care. Like, obviously, now I wouldn't go make a funny a video on Jimmy Braxton. That'd be insane. Timmy. Timmy. Sorry. Timmy B. Or Tommy. To basically try and conspire against Pyrocynical. You know, like, wow. Instead of doing a video yourself, uh, you decided that to gather happen. a bunch of cronies and get them to do the dirty work. That literally yeah. didn't happen. get them to try and topple this guy. Well, I mean, that's your blew up I mean, the I mean, the opposite happened. I said, this is stupid, I don't want to do it. But, okay, let's, we can move past this. But what does the saint known as H3H3 Productions do after he's been caught lying? <laughs> he fucking licks Pyrocynical's asshole, dude! Look at this shit! I now, don't know what's the debacle, date on that. Ethan immediately went into damage control. He professed his love to Pyrocynical. He said Leafy was a scumbag. Oh, you know what's crazy about this? He's, he's referencing my post here. Which means he read it. So he, he I mean, DMs and you know that was that's crazy because he's he's literally saying I read the post, but I'm not acknowledging the fact that what I'm saying is factually inaccurate, mm -hmm. which proves that this is actually a bad faith argument. Basically, the half-assed apology that we got. You know, in retrospect, I can't even imagine how gleeful you must have been when that content cop was released. Dude, everybody well, was. Wait a minute. That's you why I did so. Idubs create some of the points for that video. So again, you're going to notice throughout this video that it's like 90% speculation, which is wrong too, by the way. Mm -hmm. What he does is his device is that he speculates, but what he says is he, he speaks it like it's true fact. 
and he always takes like the most negative possible way. So he says, Ethan, you could help items make his video. That's not true. We literally shot, he literally said, hey, you want to do this shot with me? Looking at the poster, just like a little Easter egg. And that was the extent. I had nothing to do with items content cop. But he's just speculating. He doesn't know. Well, look at that, Ethan. You ended up getting what you wanted. You got to bash somebody through the mouth of another. I mean, that whole yeah, point just is just wrong. wrong, yeah. Friend in need. Alrighty. Ethan, let's be clear. You weren't really friends. We're actually at 30 minutes. Alright, guys, do not go away. We are gonna take a quick break for our sponsors and we will be back and railroad through this, baby. You poop, you wash, you dry. It's a three-step process. And Tushy is in the business of blasting that ass with water. Everyone has an ass, and everyone deserves the gift of Tushy. Listen, you know that I've been converted from the wiping to the bidet. is a revolution. Putting your hand in your butt is disgusting, and it doesn't even remove all the shit out all over the place. You know you're just smearing shit around your asshole. It's not even dry. You know paper's not good for the environment. So now it's time to get a sleek bidet attachment that clips onto your existing toilet and sprays your butt completely clean with fresh water. It's called Tushy, and it's the best thing you can do for your butt. Tushy sprays directly to your ass. I love this copy. It's awesome. That's what it does, though. Sprays directly to your ass and removes the poop completely so you aren't sitting on bacteria that leads to nasty things like hemorrhoids, yeast infections, UTIs, and itchy assholes and skid marks. Good point, Tushy. <laughs> Bidets are common in the rest of the world, so why is America just still smearing shit all over their assholes? A bidet saves you money on toilet paper. Like, seriously, during the COVID-19 toilet paper shortage, bidet is the way of the future. It won't clog your toilet, and Tushy sprays your ass with fresh water. It's not toilet water. Tushy connects to the water supply behind your toilet to spray your dirty parts with clean, fresh water. It's the same water you brush your teeth with. Wet wipes are worse than toilet paper. You know that. We learned that here. It's terrible for the environment, and they cause anal fissures. You don't want your anus fissuring? Hell no. Oh, and here's the best part. It only costs $79. Wow. Tushy helps you get everything out. It's like a sexy tooth or cloud that helps you poop. <laughs> and it's, wait, what's the Tushy Ottoman? Yeah, that's a separate product. It's a separate, it's a little Ottoman for your legs to put your legs on. Helps you get everything out? And it's a sexy tooth or cloud that helps you poop. And it's only $69. Nice. I'm curious about the Ottoman. You want to see a picture? Yeah. I want to see a Tushy Ottoman. If you go to their website. Tushy Ottoman. Oh, my God. You <laughs> have to buy this. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. I don't want that. Just want... go to their website. No. That's it. Bro, that's Tushy Ottoman, my dudes. That's what's up. You got to put your feet up so you can shit good. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's 69 bucks if you want the whole shit package. <laughs> Go to hellotushy.com slash h3h3. Get 10% off your order. That is a great offer. Start squirting water up your ass, dude. I'm telling you. And that's $79 to get in the door. Come on. It's tushy. All right. So you all know how ExpressVPN protects your privacy and security online. But here's something you might not know. You can also use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. Now that so many of us are stuck at home, it's only a matter of time until you run out of stuff to watch on Netflix. So this whole week, I've been using ExpressVPN to binge 
Doctor Who on UK Netflix Boy. I love me some Doctor Who, and it's hard to find because the BBC got their shit locked down. But with ExpressVPN, you could just bypass all that and watch it on freaking Netflix, UK of all places. It's so simple to do. I just fire up the ExpressVPN app, change my location to the UK, refresh Netflix, and Bob is your uncle, as they say in England. See, ExpressVPN hides your IP address and lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from almost 100 different countries. And so just think about all the Netflix libraries you can go through. Hmm. Love anime? Use ExpressVPN Japan. Ooh. Uh, but it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works with any streaming service, Hulu, BBC, iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason I use ExpressVPN to watch shows is because it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag, and you can stream in HD no problem, baby. ExpressVPN is also compatible with all your devices, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more. So you can watch what you want on a personal device or the big screen wherever you are. Let's go! If you visit my special link right now at expressvpn.com slash h3, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support our show. Now is a better time than ever to support us. Watch what you want and protect yourself with ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN.com slash h3. Honey is the shit. We all shop online a lot. Now more than ever. But did you know you can make online shopping even better with Honey? Honey is a free online shopping tool that saves you money online. Honey automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart, which makes online shopping finally feel as easy as it's supposed to be. Now you don't have to neurotically check the whole internet for the best coupon code and know if you're getting the best price. Honey does it for you automatically. Take, for example, this. Either was shopping for jewelry. What was the website? Again, this is how it works. You go to checkout. You have no expectation of making money. And then as you're checking out, Honey's like, hold on. I got you, boo. Or bae. <laughs> I got you, bae. And then it's like, oh, look, I just saved you 31 bucks. Literally, automatically. It finds this code. Boom. Save 30 bucks. It's ridiculous. Whether you're at Target, Papa John's, Sephora, Macy's, SE, Walmart, etc., when you check out, there's this little drop box down. All you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds for it to scan, and voila. That's it. It's really that simple. What did you buy that Honey... Uh, we Honey has found it's over 18 million members, over $2 billion in savings. Did you know Honey supports over 30,000 stores online and they're adding more every day? Users love Honey. That's why it has over 100,000 five-star reviews on Google Chrome Store. It is literally that easy. If you don't believe me, all you got to do is install it for free. It's owned by PayPal, so you know they're the real deal. It's just two clicks. It's a plug-in. So go get it for free at joinhoney.com slash h3. That's joinhoney.com slash h3. If you don't believe me, just try it. See how easy it is. It's free. It's God-blessed. It's beautiful. It's honey. All right, moving on. A friend in need. Let's watch. Okay, so Ethan, let's be clear. You weren't really friends with Leafy. You Correct. talked in the DMs, you bashed Pyro together, yes. but really you weren't friends. Yes. So already we know your definition of friendship is a little bit loose. 
JonTron, however, is undeniably a good friend of yours. I won't even undeniably. deny it myself. John's the reason we came out to New York. John he is a great Eli friend. Job producing when we were, yeah. we were, we were pieces of shit. We had no prospects, no money, <laughs> no job. John said, "I'm gonna take care of you, kid. I'm gonna give your, I'm gonna give you guys work. I'm gonna give you guys purpose." He brought us out here. So when JonTron gets in trouble for the debate with Destiny, where he said some controversial things, you kept quiet about it. I mean, you make it clear that you disagree with what he said, but, you know, you, you, you stay silent pretty well. You know, you don't you don't discuss it publicly, which is okay. Why that's an, holding that's a, a perfectly belt? fine response. You know, he loses Does it. Does nothing he's... ever happen with the belt? I don't think so. Interesting. Why the belt? Supports John, because the public <laughs> opinion at the time is that John Tron is an alright idiot who doesn't know what he's talking about. And that's a fine reaction to have. It's smart. Okay, just keep that situation in the back of your head for a bit. Now, around the same time, PewDiePie gets in trouble for some bullshit, complete, you know, horse shit. And Ethan, you vehemently support PewDiePie, mm -hmm. you know, and you should because you're his friend. And because he's right, but also because you're his friend. You know, you should always support your friends. No. no. I mean, that's, the, that's just that. First of all, that's like, I mean, I disagree with that premise. The thing is that, I defended PewDiePie because I thought, first of all, I came from a place of being able to speak on it because I was, I'm a Jewish person. But, but I felt like it was totally bullshit that people were calling him anti-Semitic. I mean, it was just, it, he really isn't. And so to say that because I didn't defend John. Also, to me, the argue of like, you should always support a friend, that's more like what you do behind the scenes. Like, yes, you should always support a friend, but right. that's more of, other stuff that you wouldn't see anyway whatever we do to support our friends the thing is like and i say i disagree with john's take so obviously why would i come out and support him but 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 i didn't i was i was very communicate i talk you guys i talk with john all the time i was talking with him throughout that whole controversy and uh you know trying to support him the best i could but okay let's see you should always support your friends when they have more subs than you and public opinion is on your side Oh. It's a joke. He's not. Wait, John has more. Or John had more. What is that? John is a big channel. I don't know what he's talking about. Right. He says I only supported PewDiePie because public opinion was on my side, and he has more subs. But wouldn't that wouldn't that um, go against his theory that, that he's leading to is that I criticized PewDiePie when he said the or the N word, so I was going against public opinion and that. Mm. There's a big difference, guys. Context matters. As a Jewish person, I'm not offended. Flash forward. Well, PewDiePie's in hot water, man. He says the N-word. Yeah, he dropped uh, he dropped the N-bomb. But the situations are completely different. Well, I don't understand why, why this is proof of anything. Mm -hmm. He dropped it pretty hard. It was more of just like a Hiroshima. I mean, it's pretty much <laughs> worst case scenario. You know, when they drop nuclear bombs and... And the people out on the street have like shadows left over and printed on the sidewalk. It's like that. <laughs> Get off your high horse, you pompous fucking prick! Oh my god! I don't think Felix is a racist person, but god damn, he really kind of just was really comfortable using that word. <laughs> that really just kind of. I love that. Oh, good guy. The <laughs> guys put it down. Yeah. So, th okay. On, on this point, I'll totally own mm -hmm. that this was a really bad take and a huge mistake. You know, in my mind, I was rationalized. Obviously, I knew that I had said the N word when Idubs was on the show. 
the context of that, of course, was that we were having a uh, – Idubs famously would say the enter effort. And I was like, how do you get away with saying that, you know? And then I started saying it, and it turned into what I thought was a joke where I was saying it. But in my mind, I was like, well, we're having a conversation about this word, and I wasn't using it as a uh, pejorative insult, right? That being said, obviously, that's a nuanced, conver- a nuanced point, and, and, and there's plenty of people who think, well, it doesn't matter how you use it. I mean, you shouldn't honest- use it anyway. And Honestly, even ourselves have changed yeah. since. I don't think today you would no, say it. No, I cringe so hard when I see that clip yeah. of me saying that and thinking, thinking that it's okay. Um, no, I wouldn't say that now, and I find it horribly embarrassing, and uh, I was definitely hypocritical in this moment. Um, there's no question about it. Like, I've totally owned that. You know? Like, straight up. I'm gonna skip this part, because it really it's all about the N-word, and this video is super long. Uh, oh, the, dan- okay, so the dangerous double down. Yeah. Chapter 3, baby. Uh, Ethan, why'd you do this? Because it's a hot topic, and you want the public to know that your views are rock solid. Do you know why I know this? It's because you're a disingenuous, opportunistic person who is not afraid to ride the wave of hate so long as it stays away from you. But it didn't. You got- oh, do you think we should throw it now, Dan, to PewDiePie? Uh, I was thinking at the conclusion of him talking about all of this, but whenever it feels appropriate Well, to this you. part is also about him, isn't okay. it? Right, that's what I was okay. saying. So after yeah. that... Called out for this one, big time. <laughs> Because people saw you got a little too cocky. You got a little too confident. H3H3 uploaded this podcast to YouTube. That's true. I'll own that. I think I was too cough, cocky and confident. And I thought, I'm going to do a whole episode about the N-word. And is it okay to say the N-word? And I brought Eat That Pussy on. And we had a whole... But yeah, I mean, I totally agree. That was... I was way too cocky. And that, that whole episode was outrageous, you know. And it has over 28,000 dislikes on his most recent podcast. Almost more dislikes than likes on this thing. They think that Ethan H3H3 is being a hypocrite because on his podcast, he said the N-word too. So I'm sure H3H3 will like, clear this up in his next podcast. So Definitely no hate to H3H3 or anything like that. He's a great dude, and I know he'll come back from this, obviously. right? I think he's just going to have to explain it more. <laughs> You're right, Johnny boy. Papa Ethan can do no wrong. He'll, he'll explain this all away. He'll 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 make us understand. We can be. Um, I will say here. Let me. Let, I'll, I'm gonna let it play. Be friends, and you can still criticize me. Yeah. But you have Keemstar and Scares who are like E H three's a hypocrite. Oh, because look. he said on his podcast. Oh, you call same. yourself cut a new source. Cut like get fucking well, real. I, I have nothing to apologize for. And somehow no, now I'm getting more shit than no. PewDiePie. H three's a I'm just going to say, this is the most embarrassing thing I've ever done. This was awful. Like, yeah. it was awful. I hate um, that time, too. It was such a bad time in general. I went to Israel because my dad was sick. Yeah. And then you were here doing this episode, and you got all drunk. <laughs> and um, it was just all around bad. It was, it was all just around bad. bad. Drunk on a live stream. And, first of all, yes, on live. It's live. Oh, you can't edit. Yeah. But I don't know why. I think it was just a weird time. I just, I got so defensive about it, and um, I I was fully in the wrong. I mean, there's no question about it. And it's just awful. It just ugh, it's just so awful. I especially feel bad because I called out Scarce, and honestly, Scarce is such a sweet guy, such a nice dude, and um, I really feel bad that I spoke ill of Scarce because he's just he's just a sweetheart, and really, he didn't deserve it. 
a hypocrite. Mm. I didn't watch the podcast, <laughs> but this nice? guy says he's a hypocrite, yeah. and I didn't have any content today. I'm so I'm fully post with a video you on this one. I don't one, really Bocanaro. care about what it actually means. I'm news, but I don't actually look at. I'm gonna skip yeah, this because it's hard to watch. Yeah, and you're right. Shows I'm a lot of it too. Critical of moral authority. And to Keemstar, I'm gonna skip it just because I totally agree with you, and we have an hour and a half to watch. According to the internet, you're the news, and this is the news. People are calling you right. Home. He's right. Channel is making fun of people and criticizing. He's right. Delegitimize anybody's argument. Oh, they're just little kids. He's right. He's right. He's right. The only thing I really want to apologize for Garbage. is that drunken rant. And you know about the context hypocritical thing. I don't think I'm a hypocrite. Most of the people who were upset about it probably didn't watch the whole episode because the the harshest criticism I landed against PewDiePie was that I was disappointed. Hey, future Chris here, real quick. I need to clarify and make very clear the point I'm trying to make here. Ethan, the issue here was not that what you were saying was wrong. It's that you were the wrong person to be saying He's it. right. You That's a good point. You emphasized heavily that he was live streaming when he said it, and that he sounded like he was very comfortable using it. And then there's footage, man, You're right. of you totally being super right. comfortable saying it on a live stream multiple times. Like, are you you had to have forgotten that that clip existed. I didn't Otherwise, forget, but I thought it was... a complete idiot mm -hmm. for saying that. I didn't that. forget, but I thought in my mind I justified that the context was different enough, mm -hmm. but obviously that was not true. At all. Like, just think about it this way. Why do you think iDubs did not say anything? Because he's smart. He knows he's the wrong person to be. He's right about that, too. iDubs did not say it. And I was rambling on like an idiot saying it all this time. Oh, and the well, podcast? I think he means I think about, he means about PewDiePie. PewDiePie. Exactly. Oh, but I remember because even on that podcast, iDubs was like, ooh, you're saying it a lot. Mm -hmm. He's saying anything about the situation. He needs to stay silent. Whereas you just wanted to use it as a fresh scoop for the podcast, and it worked. That's you got true. the clickbait, you got the views, but people realized you were a hypocrite. It's like Yeah, that's true. I think that was my mistake, is that I was more focused on making podcast content than about, like, really thinking about the, the full implication of what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And so on this point, I, I totally uh, agree with you, Go Canaro. If Bill Clinton called out Donald Trump for being a sexual deviant, your point was, is just immediately invalidated, even if it's right. Plus, you even pathetically tried to bring Idubs into the mix and say that you would understand if people criticized him. And first of all, there I, I understand people who would criticize Idubs and say that's fucked up the way you use it. So basically, you're admitting that you would understand if people criticize you, but you don't because you're a hypocrite Damn. and in your mind, uh, nothing you do is wrong. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Well, you How did we get to that? Anyway, back to old Chris. Buying a gun. So, okay. So that's a... So this part, I'll skip forward. He goes and buys a gun and uh, he's getting ready to kill me. He's, they're playing around with guns and pointing it at their heads. I just got, I'm going to be honest with you, dude. The sketches are pretty... Well, here, let me let me show you yeah, a little bit. Do you know where my brother is? Oh shit, I forgot I had him. It's actually in my closet if you want to see him. Okay. I keep people in my closet. Yeah, that's what the sketches uh, are like. Yeah, well, a whole eight months. So, he lost his spot. Okay, so chapter four is Dance Monkey Dance. Exciting. Remember we talked about JonTron? Yeah, well. Oh! Surprise yeah, call! Right. We, Before right. we move on to the next chapter, we have PewDiePie. Felix is actually going to call in to discuss the ordeal. So let's throw it to Felix. And we have Felix here, actually here, not a meme. He is here, and to prove oh, it, yeah. here he is. I'm sorry, I just realized. <laughs> yeah, that you okay, were. You were 
I was in Japan at that time, and then, yeah, I, I have no excuse, actually. <laughs> well, people actually don't know what really happened. It was just, um... It was me. It was me. No, but, so, what I think what happened was that you were going to call in, but you were busy, you were doing all kinds of shit, and it was totally... I've been really busy, that's right, yeah. <laughs> live streams like Firewires, just playing video games, guys. That's time to continue. I do really, I do really want to come on on better circumstances. <laughs> well, what happened was he, we had like a tentative date, and then he had something came up, and so I, I had already announced it. So everyone was kept being like, "What happened to PewDiePie?" So we just kept the meme going, like PewDiePie couldn't make it today, I like that. forever. I like that. Yeah. But today he is here, <laughs> and we're finally, here. Finally, the payoff. Yeah. <laughs> so how does it, how does it feel to have that dagger in your back? <laughs> Uh, I'm still pulling out inch by inch every day. It's so deep. No, but seriously, the po I made this podcast about you using the N-word. And I will say, I made a whole podcast about it. I'm more curious of what you have to say about it first, at least. Okay, sure. I made a whole podcast about well, I'll it. I'll pull out the dagger. <clears throat> we'll pull Sorry, it out at the end of the segment, yeah. <laughs> Let's leave it in for now. Uh, I made a whole entire podcast about it, and I feel like that was way over the top. I think at most it warranted, if I wanted to talk about it, like, like a short commentary. But the whole Did thing- Did you do a whole podcast about it? Because I've only seen, like, a small clip of it. Well, there was a whole podcast about it, and we brought Eat That Pussy 445, who's a really funny YouTuber who's black, to comment on it. Which, oh, Which, by the way, he said he wasn't offended by it, and I knew that. Okay, so well then, I'm absolved. <laughs> but he, no, what, what he said was that you made a heartfelt apology and he thought you were sincere, so it's all good. And that That's was cool. kind of what, what I said, too. Yeah, I can it, see that. I, can't, I guess, like, in a way, I didn't, I didn't expect you, to, you guys to defend or anything because I admitted that it was wrong as well. Like, that was my apology as well. So that's just kind of how I felt about it. Well, regardless, I do feel like I, I, that podcast was definitely a mistake and I should have just kept my mouth shut. And clearly I wasn't trying I, to... I don't know if that was necessarily the case. Like, I, I don't think just... Like, even if you're friends, you can still criticize. I know what I did was wrong. Um, the whole podcast was, was definitely a mistake. And I do apologize for dogpiling <laughs> on you. Uh, I mean, it's all good, man. If anything, I was so overwhelmed at the time. And I remember seeing it and people were just mad right away. And I'm like... It low-key just like, okay, I'm glad some attention is away from me at this point. <laughs> are, yeah, there you go. See, that's some real French shit. Uh, I didn't really process it that much either. I didn't watch the podcast. I watch it now again just to get refreshed on it. But it's, it is what I said earlier. Like, I knew what I did was wrong, so I didn't expect people to be like, no, he's right. Because that, that's that wasn't my sentiment either. Well, there you have it. Um, in short, what do we take away from this? People on the internet really like to get mad for other people's sake. I, I get that a lot. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. What do you what do you think about people who are super angry? And then fans kind of do it for you. I feel like this is a thing that's been going on for so long. Like it's been like when was it? Two thousand eighteen. Yeah. It was a, yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. It just feels a bit dragged. Like I wish people would would stop bringing it up altogether. I just want to move on. <laughs> yeah. From all of it. Amen, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. That was part of my. <laughs> now I, it's my shit too. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Look, at the time, I thought there was like some kind of nuance about how I was saying it in the context of a conversation about it. 
it, it is a bit. It is different. Yeah. But like ultimately, it's a tough argument to but, make. Yeah, I don't it's think not you made yeah, that point. We should have never said <laughs> it's, it to begin with. It's not. It's it's too nuanced of an argument to make to uh, to really. It's yeah. it's Rant not on a podcast. Yeah. Yes, about. exactly, exactly. <laughs> so obviously it was a mistake. I do love you. I think you're a terrific guy, Felix, and I uh, think you are jacked. You've got six. <laughs> Rock hard Let's abs. Let's get it. Floor gang. Hell yeah. And I'm uh, fully torqued for you. <laughs> All right? Okay, dagger out. That's it. <laughs> dagger out. All right. <laughs> All right, dude. Thank you very much for calling in. I appreciate you, and I wish, no you, uh, wish you well. God bless you. God bless. God Papa bless you. All right. <laughs> Remember how we talked about JonTron? Yeah, well, a whole eight months after he lost his sponsorships and, you know, he was basically ridiculed off the internet. Well, you had him on your podcast. Oh, you've always been an incredibly generous and gracious friend to us. Thanks, dude. And I genuinely love this guy. (laughs) And we miss you. I know, I miss you too. It's been too long. Now that I'm officially, uh, you know, guest number eight, 600,031. Not that many. Not that many. (laughs) Just kidding. Do you see that reaction? Like, that signals to me that John Tron wasn't really welcome on the podcast. So, again, this is like is so crazy speculation, okay? <laughs> like, John, first of all, we've been trying to get him on the podcast since the beginning. He lives in New York. We live in L.A. This We got him on the first time he came to L.A. John knows that we would have him at yeah. any day, he would just say. but he, he And that, that's just so not true. But he makes it sound like... Um, that's just a speculation. Yeah, it's total speculation. It's totally <laughs> not it's true also. Um, this was well after the controversy, too. I mean, not it wasn't like right after. Until the dust had blown over completely. You can go to represent.com slash JonTron. I think that's the link, but it's on represent.com. Represent.com <laughs> slash JonTron. Actually, that should take you there. I, I ne- sorry. <laughs> I never did, like, merch before, really. So we have a oh, call number. Oh, in the chat to your store. Oh, they're linking in the chat. Great. No, oh, cool. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Uh, I'm not sure what he's trying yeah, to show. You had an infamous debate. Holy shit. What happened? So after eight and a half months, I mean, and after everybody's basically forgot about it, now you give John Tron a platform to defend himself? Well, I mean, you know, if you and John agree... John didn't want to come this on and talk about it. This is he decided to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, this whole part is like pure speculation that's 100% and wrong. And it's edited to make the whole thing even worse. You know, yeah, I mean, with it was like, a full podcast and... He's just looking, cutting awkward uh, looks and stuff. Yeah, looking way too deep into some, like, facial expressions. I go, I go, he's like, you see right there? <laughs> he he only brought him back on. I was like, whoa, that's a reading in. This beforehand to, for him to discuss it, then that makes sense. That's fine. Well, good, because we did. We had a long conversation. I'll give a background here. Can Bef- you go back? Because I think it was cut. Yeah. About it. it. Now you give JonTron a platform to defend himself? Well, I mean, you know, if you and John agreed to do this beforehand to for him to discuss it, then that makes sense. That's fine. It happened how long ago? Was <laughs> but so why do you assume that we did it? <laughs> right. Of course we did. I wouldn't do that to him. Just, just kamikaze him like that. <laughs> we actually had, like, on a personal level, we had a lot of conversations about it before, <clears throat> because we were hanging out the whole day before the podcast, and we had kind of discussed about what we wanted to say because I wanted to help him kind of guide the conversation because we had a really productive conversation and I was trying to guide him in what a, a way that I thought would help explain what he said and so when we were on the podcast I think John kind of just clammed up a little bit and I kept I think in my mind I was trying to help bring him to the point 
where we were off air. Yeah. Because, yeah, I remember the conversation before we were kind of going over some things, then he was talking to us, like the kind of things that he wants to say on the podcast. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a little bit of a... Pre-interview. Yeah. So then on the podcast, I think you kept trying to go back to those. Yeah. But he kind of changed. So, I guess he didn't want to go there. Got or nervous just, once we were alive. Yeah, got nervous. And so the failure for sure is on my part of being a bad host. But to speculate that it's malicious right. is, is just, it's not true. I mean, it's just not true. But I definitely own that I, that I was not reading the room and I should have just moved on long before Let's watch though. I mean, I haven't shown you the clip. The, okay. Was that now? I don't. I don't keep track. <laughs> I don't know. It was like a year or so. I don't remember. Wow, has it been that long? Yeah, like nine months or something. <sighs> Weird. This is just John's. So uh, comfortable. I feel like that's just John, the way that he's like moving and talking, but he's reading so much into it. With well, like, he's saying we didn't even speak to John for nine months, but we speak all the time. Mm -hmm. We haven't seen John in nine months. Because we moved to L.A. and he lives in New York. Yeah. Like, you don't have to comment at all. Like, I don't really want to get into this. It's a minefield mm -hmm. of sorts. I'm sure. not going to go back and nitpick everything I and said. Just and just so you know, this is super cut up. And I don't know if this came in the beginning or the end or what. And qualified or anything. I'm not really going to get into it. But, oh, yeah, I guess the, the main question on everyone's mind is, oh, is he a racist? Is he a Nazi? <laughs> no, I, I treat every single person with the same respect they afford me. That, that's basically my full statement. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, did you say, do you feel like you said some things that you regret? So this is what I'm doing now. I'm trying, I'm like, well, we had a good conversation and I felt like if you can explain yourself a little better, maybe people will understand where you're coming from, but obviously it didn't come off that way. And it's funny, at the time, there was like this incredible pressure on me to, to ask John about that. And then after the video, people were angry that I let him off easy. And now as time has passed and they forgot the context of that episode, now it's easy to look back and be like, oh, Ethan was too hard on him. Mm -hmm. Which is just, it's ironic because that's not what happened. It's yeah, just not. <laughs> I don't like reliving it now. Did you have a lot of self-aware moments during that? Where of course, like, the whole time. You're just like, <laughs> I was like I should not enjoying this. I mean, what are you speculating? This is just <laughs> I'm just having a conversation. All these titles. I was wondering that. I, I was like, I'm not like, the person. No. I was like, if there, I I'm, sound drunk. Was I drinking that episode? I'm not the person to fight this battle. <laughs> right. No. <laughs> well, let me just say for the record, like that, I, I disagree with a lot of the stuff you said. I don't. I just don't want. I really don't want to. get... By the way, that's cut. Okay. Right. So what I was saying is, while I disagree with what you said, I'm still your friend because you don't understand the amount of tension that was surrounding that episode. Like we pulled up the thread when we put we used to put up threads for our guests to write questions. And the thread that we put up for John was all about this issue. And um, so I wanted to make it very clear that, like, while we disagree on on these points, that I'm still friends and I mm -hmm. and I don't because the, the hate towards John during that time was insane. And so I would be like, yeah, I disagree with you, but. Mm -hmm. I still love you and we're we're still friends. I mean, I make this point that 
if I just cut you out of my life, what does that accomplish? How are we ever going to learn and evolve from that? Which I would never do. It's just hypothetical. Get into this. I would like to move on as quickly as possible mm -hmm. because I just really don't want to get into this. But, I mean, it's, 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 I don't want. I am a comedian. I just want to make people laugh. That's really. I'm not trying to get back into this. I just treat people with the same respect they give me at the end. Right. Don't want to hurt anyone. Yeah. It's just that's me. Don't want to get into it past that. Okay. <laughs> fair enough. Is that fair enough for you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What did I okay. say? Not sure. Let's treat see. people with the same respect they give me at the end. Right. Don't want to hurt anyone. Yeah. It's just that's me. Don't want to get into it past that. Okay. <laughs> the face when you want to rip your friend's spleen out of his chest in front of 20,000 live viewers. Is that the face? I don't know that that's that face. Specifically the spleen. You can tell. No, that's just fair enough. Is that fair enough for you? Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Okay. Um, can I, I kind of want to ask you, tell me if you don't want to talk about it. Yeah, uh, Ethan, I don't think he wants to talk about it. But yeah. I right. to, I, yeah, I should have definitely just moved on. That's for sure. Ask you stuff that I find that's interesting. That's my problem with this. Uh, the general theme of this video is basically, to me, what it shows is just moments that really showed our lack of experience. It's right. just, yeah, we're not happy with those moments too and yeah. we need we all c continuously try to work on everything and try to improve sure i mean this is episode 30 okay so obviously we've i, th I think we've gotten a lot better at mm -hmm. hosting a show obviously i still have a lot of learning to do i'm not as good as i want to be i mean you look at someone like joe rogan he has like 1500 episodes you know what i mean so um so I still feel like I'm somewhat of an amateur at doing this. But um, again, it's just uh, I, I understand how he could read into it and see that. But the, lacking the context of the episode and speculating that I just blindsided him is not true. Mm -hmm. So I want me to do comedy. So I just I've, clearly. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've just so anyway, you know what from it? Or let's again. just let's just throw it straight to the man himself. We have a call from none other than JonTron. We have on the phone with us, John Tron. John, hello. God bless you. Hi. I didn't sneeze, but thanks. Well, <laughs> you may sneeze, and you can put that in the bag. John, right, what's up? John, I, I'm so glad to be here, and I, I'm so I'm so enthused to comment. <laughs> on yes, I know. Right in, but John, tell me. We did an interview, or we did an episode together that was heavily critiqued, in which people had said that I was very hard on you and I pushed you too much, and um, that we didn't talk about it beforehand. Well, I just want to know what was your reaction to that episode? Did they say that? Did they say that we didn't talk about yes, it beforehand? Yes, they speculated that I blindsided yeah. you. So we, I've been hearing this for years now, or I think it's years. I don't. It's been years, right? Yeah. So. I've been hearing it for a long time now. Like I see it in comments, you know, like on Goku Naru's video. You know, I remember when that came out and everybody was saying those kinds of things in the comments. And I was kind of like, I don't want to get in between this. It's just more blah, blah on the internet. But you know, if I, I kind of want to just put it, dispel some of the rumors, at least, at least if people are going to be critiquing, like let's let, let them do it on the basis of fact and stuff. So, um, or if people want to be critiquing, let, let's let them do it on the basis of what actually happened. So, um, yeah, no, we talked about it beforehand. Like, we, we met. You didn't blindside me, basically. I, I know that's what, basically, you know, that's been the thing people have been saying, that, that you just kind of came at me and I didn't know it was coming. But, no, we talked about going over the topic. It was kind of sensitive. I, I think both parties were a little bit, like me and you and Gila. 
Mm. Or like, I don't, I don't know how to come at this. Here, here is the short and tall of it. Me and Ethan and Hila go way back. Uh, I know them very well. Like, ve- I know them on a personal level. So, yeah, we did talk about this thing beforehand. We knew it would be awkward. It was awkward <laughs> as expected. Um, but was was it was there malice, blindsiding? I don't think so. I know what? not. So. How could you say I don't think so? <laughs> I'm sorry, I realized it came off wrong. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know so. Was there malice? No, I know Thank that. you. Close the door on it, John. No, no, no. I'm here to defend you, motherfucker. It doesn't sound like it. I don't think so. Okay. I, didn't, I, I meant like, I don't think so. Like, like that. Oh, oh, no. so just, John, just, you're not helping. No, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll put out. I mean, you, you can decide whether you want to use this. I know. Uh, that it wasn't malicious, and I'll tell you why. Because Ethan and Hila graciously let me stay at their house that same night. It's not like he just cut me loose into the city. And then the next morning, he was like checking his Reddit, and he was wondering if he did the right thing. This was not a, a situation of malintent. I can say that for a fact. Just to recap, we are yeah. friends. I legit look. The reason I'm here, you know, I don't like to be in this kind of thing, but it's just because I don't like seeing people slander you. When, like, <clears throat> I just mean like. Slander you using my name when it's not true. So, thank, that's, what, thank, thank you. you so much, John. Thank yeah. you. Why would I not? You would do the same for me, I hope. I would. Absolutely, and, I would. And Hila, sorry. You know what? You're behind my picture, so I can't oh. like, see your You feel like you're not here, but you are here. I'm here. Hello. Sorry. It's good to see you. <laughs> it's good to see you. Okay, all right. Good. Thank you, Johnny. I'll um, talk to you. Yeah, all right. Good luck, guys. Bye-bye. Right, thank bye. You. bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. I saw this podcast. It made me realize that Ethan is the Iago of YouTube. He isn't friends with you unless he has something to gain. You know, maybe he's friends like Leafy friends, you know, like that kind of friendship. But unless you have something directly to benefit him, uh, you're not friends. Like, seriously, notice how everybody who he openly claims to be his friends, every, all the friends he includes in his video. Ty Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. By the way, JonTron is, is just as famous as anyone here. Right. I don't understand that point. By the way, JonTron is my dear friend. He's probably close, my closest friend, as close as any of these people are. are. Ty what? Lopez, though. <laughs> How did Ty Lopez end up there? More successful than <laughs> It's because he's opportunistic by nature. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't. That's that's a strange one. I have to say, people always gravitate to, to other fellows in like a similar stratosphere. So it's just because you have more to relate to. Mm-hmm. To say that I'm that I'm a opportunistic. Like, I mean, me and Idubs are friends. We've made a lot of content together. I mean, I have, I do have non-famous friends, of course, but what do you want me to say about them, dude? Do you want me to tell you everyone I hang out with and know? Ethan That's is strange. the Iago of YouTube. He is but if you look at, like, sl- I mean... ...with you unless he has something to gain. Who he o- I don't even know that I should blame him, but I will, uh, because he is. I mean, I, I genuinely don't think he has ever collabed with a smaller youtuber you know take that how you will he has no obligation to but it says something considering how many friends he has in the community but sure he'll have john on the podcast after not talking to him for eight months but we all know why that is because he wanted the fresh scoop he wanted the juicy details he wanted john that's not why people watched it it's not fresh either yeah it was was old news at that point but also a lot of our podcasts have views like that from that 
from like that age, you know? It's not it's not unusual. Tron to explain to everybody how he got those fucked up ideas in his head. And this is classic. I mean, this is not a one-off situation. Watch the podcast for so long and you'll definitely notice something. You might not notice it directly, but anytime Ethan feels he's superior to a guest, coughing. he makes it blatantly <laughs> obvious. One of the worst occasions of this is the episode with Jimmy Lee. Now, I'm going to try and make this brief, but if you do watch this podcast episode, it is n- insane the amount of disrespect that Ethan displays for this. Okay, old- so cle- <laughs> so this part, I, I have to admit, is just... So funny to me because he clearly has no idea who Jimmy Lee is. Yeah, he thinks he's just some random, uh, some random, random dude comedian. that I, some random comedian that had Jimmy Lee. Let me give you some backstory on Jimmy Lee because, and I have to go back again to the hours and hours of research comment because, again, either you didn't do that much research or this is a bad faith argument because the origin story of Jimmy Lee is that a fan displayed at the top. Here, I pulled this up. A fan wrote us an email. They said, this is my actual dentist. I discovered this video when I decided to look up his alter ego, Jimmy Lee, a name which is displayed on top of his music album that he gives to his patients. (laughs) It's the dumbest fucking thing in the world, and this video makes me want to claw my eyes out. So Jimmy Lee is a dentist who gives his mixtapes to his patients. (laughs) And this was during the time we were doing Ethan and Nila videos. Yeah. And people kept... Uh, posting submissions for us to react to. And that's how it started. We reacted to this video that they sent here. So Jimmy Lee makes these incredible videos, like sketches. Let me show you an example. They're all super, like, racist, too. Like, here's just one clip. Let's see. This is one. Oh. She says something about she thinks he's gay and she doesn't want to be next to him or something. And it's just all super crude. She's got, like, a low... Yeah, exactly. It's awesome. So anyway, that's how we found out Jimmy Lee. And then we started having this back and forth with Jimmy Lee. He became like this beloved meme in the Ethan and Ela universe. Um, to the point where we actually collabed with him, which goes against your original claim, by the <laughs> way, that I haven't collabed with any small YouTubers. Jimmy Lee was a small YouTuber, and we made a video with him. Here's an excerpt from that. By the way, this is one of the greatest moments ever. So we met Jimmy Lee when we were living in New York, and we just made kind of like a vlog together, getting to know him because he's such a character. And I cannot emphasize this enough. Jimmy Lee is a character unlike anybody else in the world. (laughs) Here we are eating lunch and just watch him start. He's married, by the way, and watch him start hitting on this waitress. I know the guy, and he's, he's, I'm putting my head in my hand. Who, who can embarrass a waiter that much putting other what, than dad? Putting what? Uh, then nobody would know the listen, difference. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm married, but my wife, you know, I like you. <laughs> okay. And I want to make passionate Look at his right. hand. But tonight I want to be on the bottom. Okay. And I want you to be up on top. So Ethan's going to come over the bunk. <laughs> okay. So this way, I'm going to be on the bottom, and you're going to be up on top. Look at his right. hand. I like piggybacks. You like piggybacks? I do. I really Brian do. will jump in. Okay. Now, the owner, wow. you don't want to lose your job. Maybe no. your virginity, but not your job. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and where are you from? Uh, no. The contract to be signed. Thank you. <laughs> Look at his face. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask for the record. Uh, what was that? That's what Ethan is. The beauty of me. That's the real deal. Unscripted, uncensored, and that's what people want. Me on the street. <laughs> Billy, get off. The streets, the Jersey so this is Jimmy Lee. He's he's just this absolutely incredible character, right? But like, I mean, he. Oh shit! I shouldn't have closed that. I'm a funny guy. 
Um, here, let me just put this up here. This is suiting. Um, here's another one of one of his videos. He does street comedy, and here he is. She went into the 7-Eleven. She didn't leave till 6-10. He just calls, he just calls people fat. I mean, it's incredible that he gets away with this. She was on the corner. The cops went told her to break it up. She's a big girl. You guys are curving. You believe that shit? He just goes up to people and calls them fat. And now he calls these girls ugly. You know, Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger. Jesus. You know, as soon as he leaves, it, uh, there's a bunch of, he does racist jokes, he does it all, man. He's the whole song and dance. I wish I had some racist jokes time-stamped. But, like, this guy has just figured out how to say and do anything, and people just, I don't know. Standing right there. I think, guy. I mean, it's the age, too. It's just a different generation. Dude, it's great. And then he cruises around, by the way, when he's doing the street comedy with, like, he hires models to walk around with him. Um, it's awesome. Boy. How funny am I? I don't know. My kids go to private school, they won't tell me where it is. I'm funny. Oh. How funny am I? I had a threesome list and I used both hands. Oh. <laughs> you know? Imagine that. Anyway, that's Jimmy Lee. Like, this, he acts like Jimmy's just some random sweet old man that we came... Uh, we came in and just, uh, decimated or something, but, I mean, come on. It's Jimmy Lee. You, you don't know anything about Jimmy Lee, bro, and you're talking about it. It's crazy. It's crazy that you're, that you're defending, I mean, it's crazy, dude. I don't know what to say. You, you, it's crazy. Like, it really genuinely is. But okay, let's watch what he has to say about Jimmy Lee. For Ethan. This the episode. He opens the podcast by basically bashing him and discrediting him as a comedian. His comedy style is this. You didn't watch the. You didn't show the clip! You didn't even show the clip! Actually, roasting people he's never met before. <laughs> I mean, Jimmy emails me very frequently. He, he pretty much emails me like five times a day. We're best friends. He emails Ela too. Except I ended up blocking Jimmy, by the way, does, e even to this day, he emails and texts mm -hmm. on a daily basis, frankly. But we love Jimmy for it. He's a character. <laughs> I gotta keep my inbox clean, you know? I yeah, gotta, it wasn't personal. <laughs> I gotta see. But I, I endured it because I'm like, Jimmy's a legend. I mean, the guy's the guy's a legend, so. And Jimmy, he's a legend. <laughs> then after talking shit about him, he welcomes him onto the podcast. I mean, it wasn't that much shit, but okay. <laughs> Jimmy Lee, by the, way, by the way, the whole relationship we have with him is talking shit on him. We've made like four videos on him on the Ethan and Ela channel. They're all shitting on Jimmy Lee. That's the whole premise of our relationship. That's it's basically uh, he does cringy comedy, and that's how we found him. And so it's not that like, is the relationship, you know. It's not like it's not like he's unaware of that. Right. That's the whole purpose. <laughs> he wants to be with us. He wants to <laughs> interact with us, knowing that we're always just goofing on him. So, so, so why should I? That's that's the expectation he had coming in. But it's all fine. It's all with good. Yeah, it's with peace and love. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Welcome the legend. The guest actually guy. reveals himself to be kind of, you know, a decent guy, and everything's going kind of okay guy. until. No but they, they, they create an effect. <laughs> Got it. And an illusion is really what it is. Right. Um, so it's a marketing tool. Is it possible? <laughs> are you are you gonna be there the whole time? Okay. By the way, <laughs> they, we told Jimmy because we knew he was gonna pull some shit because he's such a character. He we told him no can't you can't 
I don't want you to bring a camera in the podcast studio because it's small, small room. and it's distracting. <laughs> and then, sure enough, we start recording, and this camera guy slips in the door after we start recording. Not one. There was one guy there. Oh, there was two. And one multiple, guy here. Yeah. So, so <laughs> like, it, I agree. It's awkward. It's a live show. But, like, again, you But the you're, guy, like, for me, every time I was looking at Jimmy... The guy was here, like, trying to take pictures of us. It's like, I can't talk to you when the guy's in front of me. So, I mean, it's easy to point (laughs) Ela as being, like, bitchy or something. But, like, again, we said, don't bring the cameras in. And then there was two camera guys (laughs) that came in. I'm like Jimmy. Just use. I was like, just use the footage from the podcast. Yeah, we told them you can. We, yeah, you can have all the footage. <laughs> it's a little hard for me to focus on. They're are getting right in our face and shit. We have three cameras in here, oh, Jimmy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want the guy here, but it's hard for me to focus on you when it when. Oh, it was three. Get out, dude. <laughs> oh, can no, he I'm stay kidding. and do stills? Or no? Still, not really. No. I still know we took okay, photos okay, together. We'll it's just still Jimmy's. Still, okay. All right. Okay. Sorry. Uh, this right. is pretty much what we expected, though. <laughs> it's part of the experience yeah. for sure. Well. <laughs> and for some reason, this interaction gives Ethan the green light to just fucking ruin this guy's day. Like it's it's no again. I you I don't even know. That's based on nothing. That's just yeah. your narrative. Your hours of research didn't even take you down to Jimmy Lee hole. <laughs> you don't even know our relationship. I mean, that's just a bad faith argument to show Jimmy Lee secret, like between us, that it's it can be awkward for people to be around you, right? Like you know that you elicit that response. Why? Why do people? Dude, you have, dude, you have to go watch the video I made with him. He's you don't understand. That is his existence. <laughs> Like, to say that that was the green light for me to shit on Jimmy Lee just proves this is a bad faith argument. He focuses heavily on the fact that his jokes are dated and they're kind of racist in a way. And, oh my god, did you see that? Look at this. My god, Ethan. So, we just got a good look at the Google Doc he uses to question this guy. And wouldn't you know it, it outlines every single question he asks. For me, and I got a big outfit. And so, you're, you're a successful dentist. What is your passion? Is it comedy or dentistry? Well... I wasn't doing this for uh, money. I'm not making money doing it. Right. It's a passion from here. So what does your wife think about the... She thinks I'm nuts. And, right. and I got my oldest son that thinks I'm nuts, and my young one thinks I'm hysterical. So what does she think about all the female attention you get? It even has some of the fucking jokes that he uses. Jimmy emails me very frequently. He, he pretty much emails me like five times a day. We're best friends. He emails Ela too. Except I ended up blocking him. <laughs> so now we know why he was so pushy during the JonTron interview. When he has an agenda... Well, okay. I mean, this Such criticism is just strange that I have notes. Yeah. I mean, the f- why why is that a criticism? I mean, I'm an amateur podcast host and I try to formulate my thoughts as best I can. I mean, I agree that it's best. I've learned that it's best to be prepared but to avoid it as much as possible. That's what I've learned over time. Yeah, you don't script it nearly and as closely as like that. And obviously it takes practice. Too. And we have experiment We've experimented with different ways, too. It's just, this is all a learning experience yeah. for us. But we've done ones like that, and then we've done ones with no notes to see how just a conversation goes. But I don't see why is that here in the video. That's just... I don't either. And, I mean, I accept the criticism, of course, that I'm not a good podcast host. And um, I'm def- I'm always trying to improve. But it's almost like he just saw, like, my notes, and he's like, oh... I can expose, I can use this in some way to show, like, I found something out that I wasn't supposed to see. But there's really nothing incriminating about me wanting to have notes. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to be prepared. 
He just goes with it. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't even listen to what the people are saying. He asks the questions he wrote down and doesn't even care to transition them properly. That's kind of a personal. Yeah, question. that's true. I mean, that that's probably true. That at that, especially at that time, that that uh, I was too reliant or I wasn't, you know, engaged. My fear as a podcast host is like that. I was I'm I back then I had this issue. I was like, I don't want dead air, and my fear is that they'll stop dead talking, air. and then I won't know what to say. Right. So I was always trying to load up the next question in my mind because it's like this. You want to keep the show flowing, but you also want to have a natural conversation. So this was kind of what I was balancing with. And especially doing it live added an extra layer of making it stressful. Right. Because it's live and every little like, I don't know what's the next question mm -hmm. is you notice it immediately and it's awkward. Yeah. Back, back then, too, I want to point out that we... Uh, not only were we doing it live, but you guys would always have the Twitch chat open right. during the show, yeah. and, which we realized was a terrible idea because yeah. then you're being way too receptive to yeah. the feedback. And I remember during that Jimmy Lee episode, it was just a wall of people saying, oh my God, this is so uncomfortable. This is so cringe, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, and, and that gets in your head. Right. Yeah. And yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that was, that was a mistake as well. Yeah. But it's convenient for him that he goes, I'm just going to talk about this real fast because... Yeah, because you have you don't have any context. You don't actually show any of the episode, and you're just painting this whole narrative and speculating on shit that's just a hundred percent untrue. I mean, the only thing that is true that I'll own and that you're right about is that I'm a, I was and still am a bad podcast host. But is that really enough <laughs> to say that I'm a bad dude? Which I think this video is trying to say. I mean, I don't see how that me equates to me being a bad person. Question, right? It's funny because who would do this? That's why I don't get the people don't get oh, That's it. why it's fun. <laughs> now people and have fun. That's by doing this. For having I'm just going to subscribe to you for mm -hmm. viewers. Looks at the script. Jimmy, how long have you been white? I'll be black with you in a minute. <laughs> I'll be black. What? I don't even. <laughs> that's Dead serious. Like this older. Whew. Let's keep watching, man. This video is a. Cherry picking the parts that make him look bad. You, dude, that's you gotta watch his videos, bro. <laughs> what? You have no context. The fact that you're gonna come out here and, and be sad for Jimmy Lee is so mental, bro. It's such a bad faith argument. Just go watch the videos, bro. Nothing's cherry picked. Yeah. It's spectacular. Okay. Older people. Let's take a quick off the cuff. Back when we were I control over this. The only reason that they kick him out failed is because you wanted it to. You wanted to rag on this old man and you succeeded. This old and he man. was no <laughs> angel. Okay, when this guy goes to the uh -oh. bathroom, she fucking literally suggests that they kick him out. Say we could bring Dan with the news after the break. <laughs> and Ethan loves and, and again, you like people on the chat were going like, "Get him out of there! Get yes. him out of there! Yeah. Pull him! Pull so him!" So we were, so again, we were reacting to that. I agree, it was super awkward, and honestly, we probably shouldn't have kicked him out, but like, whatever. It was just really uncomfortable. It was a really early episode. It's poor planning all around. Yeah, we it was just no, a bad execution. Uh, yeah, it needed to be planned out more. As here's this segment, and here's that, and yeah. there's a transition. But it was all live, and it's like, okay, how do we talk about how we want to move forward right yeah. now while yeah. it's also live, and we don't know what we're doing. But this whole thing, he's just a poor old man. It's so crazy. It's just so bad yeah. faith argument. It's just, it is. And 
I don't know how much Jimmy Lee would appreciate being referred to as some old man, by the <laughs> way, either. Like, it's weird because Gokunaro has this way of insulting the people he's trying to defend. Like, he freaked when you'll see when we get to Shunai, he's always going, he's just a drunk. He's, mm-hmm. he's this alcoholic drunk. Yeah. And, like, he just writes him off as, and it's, I find it very bizarre. I find it very demeaning the way he refers to these people. As some old man. What was this idea? He's not some old man. He's Jimmy Lee, the Jersey outlaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he goes through with it. He does it. Oh okay. my god, dude. <laughs> I'm, guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like I have no control over this. Thanks for joining us today. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I was a. It was a pleasure. <laughs> I hope you'd finish. Yes, it's awkward. Like the guy was racist, that his jokes that were clearly jokes were racist. And then five minutes Bro. after the old guy leaves, he says this. The Chanel. old guy leaves <laughs> for, for banning dabbing. There it is. That was a brutal dab. formation for like a scary yeah, dab. Hold on, hold on. That was like a fucking jihad dab. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a fucking straight up. Allah Akbar dad. Here we go. We're going in slow mo now. Wind up. Whoa. That was a brutal dab. Damn. Wasn't that about how they banned dabbing in Saudi Arabia or some shit? Uh, no. I don't think that they banned it. I don't remember. Oh, man. That was so long ago. I I don't remember. That was a really brutal dab. That's when the bombs go off. (laughs) Employee. He keeps referring to Dan, too, as an employee. If you've done your research, this is Dan. Dan. Yeah. (laughs) Dan, I mean, okay. the producer. It's got a name. Yes. Anyway. I treat, my, my answer really is I just treat people with the same respect they give. Anyway, we've talked about Jimmy Lee. Now let's hear what Jimmy Lee has to say. And we welcome to the show Jimmy Lee, the Jersey Outlaw. And Hello. with us today, we have Jimmy Lee, the Jersey Outlaw. Can you see and hear me, Jimmy? <laughs> Are we doing a gag? We're doing a gag. <laughs> All right. Is that it? That's it. Thanks for joining us. Hi, kids. How are you? Jimmy, nice to see you. How you been? Well, I'm all right. I, I had a rough week there, Ethan. I went to my doctor to get my prostate checked, and I said, where do I put my pants? He said, next to mine. I left. <laughs> nice. How you been? How you good, been? Good, 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 good. I've missed those, those uh, beautiful one-liners. <laughs> um, our podcast episode we did together how did you feel about that episode i mean uh did you feel that i was rude to you there well there were a lot of comments that you were and then i get i guess i got asked to leave but didn't figure it out till the end and um i never had a problem with you but i think people that watched it did and some people said you're mean and some people said i'm mean and <laughs> it was like a catch-22 but me being a performer I know you mock me and I mock people when I'm on the street. And, you know, I don't take that personal because that's part of the act. And, you know, being a, an entertainer, you have to roll with that. So did you want fresh material? <laughs> it's always fresh. All your material is fresh. <laughs> you want my you want a new joke? Just give me whatever you like. Well, I was with an orphan girl last night, made love. And then when I got done, she said she wanted to go to church to find her father. No, no good. <laughs> I like that one. That is good. It just took me a moment. I was processing. I think I didn't get it. The, she went to church to find her father being God, right? Well, father meaning she doesn't have a father, and she's you know, an orphan in the church. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot to chew on. That's a good My joke. My wife's giving me trouble. She's giving me trouble. Hmm? 
Why? My wife's giving me trouble. I took her to the presidential suite at Motel 6 here, Hilla, and uh, we're making love. And I said, honey, why are you so quiet? And she said, I'm in the bathroom, you idiot. And I said, stay there. I'm doing better without you. So we're not talking now. <laughs> That's a shame. I'm there sorry was, to hear that. There was Ethan around bed above the uh, around mirror above the bed. It's an object may appear larger than they actually are. And so, right, of course. <laughs> and uh, and I told her she's a lousy cook. I said, if you could cook better, we could fire the chef. She said, if you could screw better, we could fire the chauffeur. You see, we're fighting the wife and I. If you could screw better, we could fire the chauffeur. Yeah. In fact, oh, she's uh, fucking said, the yeah. chauffeur. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I told her last night. I said, do you want to have sex? She said, no. I said, is that your final answer? And she said, yes. So I phoned a friend. And, 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 and uh, that's when the fight started. Well, that makes sense. You shouldn't be calling other women, Jimmy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm still doing my thing. I'm still doing my thing. <laughs> well, thank you for giving us a call. It was great to see you. This was great, okay. though. You That's some great material. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. You guys have a wonderful night. Thank, thank you, Jenny. you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right. Bye. Take care. Thank you. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Superiority complex. Okay, so Jimmy Lee had a very small following, if any at all. So Ethan felt that he could act that way toward him, and he would get minimal backlash. That's just again. Come on, dude. But what happens when he treats another YouTuber with disrespect? Well, this is William Osman. He's an engineer who makes very creative and very interesting videos. Now a while ago his house actually burned down and obviously that was a pretty you know devastating experience for him. But one of the projects that he was working on was a beanie that talked and it was made for Ethan specifically. And that video garnered a lot of attention and finally after about five months William was invited onto the podcast. However, there was one small little issue with William's channel. He only had six hundred thousand subscribers. Again, that's see, speculating. You... My issue <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's not even really a small channel. I mean, yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. Uh, to support the argument. I mean. But again, like. When you look back at all of the YouTubers that have been on Ethan's podcast, there's not a single one with less than a million subscribers. I just, this whole argument. One right there. Captain Disillusion. Oh, yeah. Captain Disillusion, by the way, we literally, I love this guy. We flew him out and put him in a hotel so we could put him on. So, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, first of all, you're factually wrong. Except Eric from Internet Comment. Ed oh, and Eric. And Eric. We should say, too, um, and you should uh, check it. I, I had seen one of the many follow-up videos that this guy has done. Um, him acknowledge that that was a mistake. Mm -hmm. Okay, but. So he, just, well, just okay. to full disclosure, like okay. he's aware of that that <laughs> yeah. is a false statement. Uh, whatever. I mean, it's we're reacting to the video that these people are not watching his follow-up. Oh, I agree. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just giving him. The but credit. he is included always with Jack's films. And That's Jack not true. We had Eric on so many times without Jack. We had him on like more than anybody. Yeah. Jack's films obviously has a lot of subscribers, so he's kind of supplementary, you know. And as well, Eric obviously is well known for bouncing on his boy's dick. PewDiePie right. did nothing wrong. Come the fuck on. It's not a multi-layered <laughs> fucking issue. Don't say the N-word. Yeah, it's Just not don't that say it. But other than Eric, William was the first person to be invited onto the podcast with less than a million subs. You know, for once, Ethan wrong. opened the doors for someone who was up and coming. So why do I or say Jimmy this Lee. is an issue? Yeah, what about Jimmy Lee? You just did a whole segment on it. Because he wasn't given a full episode. He was given a 20-minute time space on an episode. They said we're going to be on for like 20 minutes. That doesn't make me feel like Didn't a very, we have like, you among uh, this on the podcast? Yeah, we did. He's not really a creator, though. 
He's more like internet folklore. I guess. So he says, so by the way, I didn't know that William made this video before he came on. Um, although it's good, at least, because he acknowledges that we knew, he knew what he was coming for. And the reason that he only was coming for 20 minutes, if you look at that episode, it was only an hour long. And I think the reason is that, again, like we did so many times, is we're experimenting and trying things. My idea was like, let me try it where we do this segment with William, and then we do the news, and that's the whole episode. It was only an hour long. I think there was another segment before William came in, too. But, hmm. but yes, we were trying to do a more segmented, mm-hmm. yes, like a talk show. Where and so, actually, I didn't know that he had that he was sad that he wasn't going to get a full episode, and I and I do feel bad uh, that uh, we didn't give him a full episode, and we definitely should have. I agree with that, uh, a million percent, totally. Special guest, but sort of. But not. it wasn't malice. That's what I want to say. Right. It wasn't out of malice. It was really just out of. I was experimenting. With different things on the podcast, and I um, was th- was thoughtless. I mean, I'll say that for sure. I but but malice uh, is. I mean, that's this is not true. I'm like a temperate. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like supplemental to whatever you show. So what, what we've learned is that we're not exciting so enough. Creeps online. I'm gonna teach these kids a lesson. And when you so well again, I didn't even know he made this video. If I did, I would have probably give them the full episode. Mm-hmm. Watch the episode. There is very little substance to this hour-long episode of the podcast, and William could have easily filled that time. We're just this is a very sitting, mediocre episode. We're just sitting here. You know, every oh, time, That's not a slight at William. We said that in all of our yeah. episodes during that time. It was a joke. Um, it's like, this is the best episode. No, this is a very mediocre episode. Let me be upfront with you. But, okay, whatever. You know, 20 minutes is still better than no time at all, right? So let's just see what they talk about. So the story of this being... Creation is also an interesting one. Interesting, a uh, nice word for tragic one. I'll show you the fridge. We got that's the fridge. Oh, where's it? Fuck. Oh, there they are. Oh my god. We got... Look, how do you what's the process like of like, okay, you go to the site, everything's gone. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what do you do? It's a very lost feeling, it's not a good mm-hmm. feeling. It's imagine everything's stripped away, you don't know what you're doing the next day, you don't know what you're doing the next week, you don't know anything. And What's the, like, the thing that you, you really were depressed about losing that you, maybe you didn't expect, but... It wasn't having it lost like something, it was just not being able to sort of jump back this. into everything as yeah. instantaneously as you do every day. Mm-hmm. So for the sake of saving you some time, they basically just talk about how his house burned down for a good 15 minutes of his 20 minutes. And... Obviously, you know, if this were a full-fledged podcast, then it would make sense for them to go on about this for a while. But he only has 20 minutes. So, basically, the majority of his time was spent talking about a devastating situation he endured. And to their credit, Ethan and Hila seem like they do care. But uh, immediately after this, they transition swiftly. So, just again, to give context, he he had a really viral video because he made a video about it on his channel. His house burned down. We're both from Ventura, incidentally, so I was like, following that whole story and uh he made a video about his house burning down and going through the rubble that went like super viral so i mean to me it seemed like a really interesting uh topic of conversation i also it this is a small point but i i do want to say just because he keeps saying it it was longer than 20 minutes Mm -hmm. okay so again for all that research it's just like kind of fudging the number right how long was it like 25 minutes i think it was a little bit longer than that even it was close to a half hour Okay, so there you go. 27, but like, obviously, you know, 
You're rounding down. Yeah. To make it Into seem bad. Into the talking beanie. Well, I'm happy that you made it out. Me too. I mean, you sa- you really saved the most important thing, really. <laughs> I agree. You went and you got the beanie in. I, I'm left. not joking. I, this really was uh, high on my party. Not specifically because of you, but because it was the video, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because okay, I mean, it was for you, Ethan. Let me try this thing on. Let's yeah. see. Let's, let's. Oh. Shit. We got sound effects. Turn it up. I don't Dan. see any problem here. I mean, we're no. just doing a segment <laughs> like nice. we planned. I'm just going to All right, that's it. Ventura, yeah. you're the promise I have seen. Anyway, thank you, dude. God bless. They really oh, appreciate we talked you. about his other video, too, about the Vin Diesel thing, so I don't really know. It would be perfect, but Ethan doesn't care to collaborate with people who are below him. He only looks above, and it's a bad fucking idea because you're going to end up getting hit hard with a lot of people realizing that you don't care. All right. God bless, man. Thanks. That's just That's pure speculation. Just completely. Yeah. I would Cute. I feel like none of this based on nothing. Yeah. I mean, we chose to talk about what we cared about. That's our show. You. Yeah. All right. I don't really see anything wrong with this part, we to be honest. Moving... I think he's stretching really far here. On to the goddamn freaking Ian's beef. This was great. We. By had... the way, did you say that we just posted a video? So we... I was. So right now we're having a really awkward moment, and that I'll own because. Again, we, we were just starting, I think Dan had recently started, and we hadn't really figured out, like, how to do seat changes and stuff. And we had planned that we would move on and do the news thing, but William didn't really know if he should stay there or if and he should move out. I don't think that, that, Dan was going to come in, right? But Dan was going to come news. in and do the news. Yeah. I don't think it—is that correct? I think it was actually Ian. Or Ian. I don't, I don't remember it was who. that Ian was new, and it was one of the first times we were bringing in Ian for a segment. Oh, I don't talking about that the, might be, uh, yeah. wasn't it the when we went to the Kanye thing? Oh, uh, right? I don't remember. I don't. Remember. I honestly don't that remember. That I'm gonna double check it right now. I'm almost certain that's what it was. Well, it doesn't matter. One of the videos explode. I think this. Oh, is it this? I think it's this. <laughs> Why you? Oh, 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 this. This is awkward. I agree. It's I mean. on our table. Well, I hear. I don't know. I'm new here. Um. Yeah, the video's up. But at best, we'll put it. We'll finish a video. I don't Excuse know what's me. happening. Oh. It's very awkward. Oh. You would think that after sixty plus in studio episodes, they would be better at transitioning guests. I agree. That's a legitimate For criticism. <laughs> For sure. We were still live at the time. We got a two shot. Right? We would just cut this all. Right you guys yeah. Mind, yeah, we're no. live. Do you guys mind swapping out? That's fine. This is. Oh yeah. This this. Yeah, because we didn't plan to have two guests at once. Ian or William, God bless you. Everybody, please check out William's channel. I'm going to put a link in the description. Yeah, please leave that there oh, forever. Oh yeah, right. Forever. <laughs> it is still there, by the way. <laughs> it's broken. Okay, get that. Bobby Lee, remember? Throw that out right. the window. All right, Ian, come on, come get yeah, ridiculed. By the way, we only had three chairs in there, so. At we didn't have another camera set up. Yeah, camera. it was poorly thought out. The thing it, is I'll, that, I'll take the blame for that. The thing is Should that we literally couldn't have four people in here and do the new segment. What I should have done is just continue to talk to him. But, like, I had this idea. Anyway, yeah, it was awkward, but there was no malice Disrespect. involved. Disrespect. Put the guy's name in it. He has a fucking significant following. 600K is not nothing, man. So, wait, is he insignificant or is he big? You can't make up your mind about him. Anyway, the viewers picked up on this very easily, and the title was changed. Although, for some reason, the booty doctor description was extended, so you can't see his name and recommended. 
And I do think that this lack of respect that is displayed by Ethan is largely to do with this fucking micromanaging of the podcast. We saw already that he has scripts for his podcast and he has questions. And clearly, this is causing issues because he sticks too closely to his shitty scripts. You know, this is a fan and a fellow YouTuber who was very excited to come on. And rather than exploring his mind, you just, you, you limited him to two things, Beanie and fucking Fire. This also kind of explains why the Bill Burr podcast went so poorly. Oh, well, before we get into Bill Burr, we have a call from yours truly, William Osmond. Welcome back to the show. So, William, thank you for joining us. Um, how, how did you feel about the video? You know, I never saw the video you made before you came on the show where you were saying that you were disappointed you were going to be on for 20 minutes. And I do want to say right off the bat that I should 100% have given you your own episode. At the time, we were trying to, like, segment it, and I was trying to do something. Yeah, it was suck. very awkward. It was very awkward, and I should have given you your whole episode. No, I mean, I I think that, uh, like, I, I don't, honestly, at the end of the day, like, I don't really care. Um, I think people make a bigger stink about it than they should. Yeah, like, I think that, you know, you... You know, nobody's perfect, and I, I think that you and Eli are, like, you know, some of the nicest people that I've met, and the decision to not have me on longer probably stemmed from maybe not thinking that it would be, like, as interesting to the, the podcast audience, which I totally get. Like, as a content creator, you have to try to figure out what people want to see, and so I think it was just a kind of unfortunate situation where, you know, it may have been deemed that that people didn't want to see as much of William Osmond stuff because at the time it was you know it was a much smaller channel so it's not it's not like something that has affected me greatly and like I don't think about it every day um, at the time though it was maybe a little bit of a bummer to have not been included more but that doesn't really you know change the way like you guys have have you know been nice to me even like especially that day or after the fact well I do uh, definitely apologize. We should have included you in the whole episode, for sure. Uh, yep. That's it. That's really <laughs> all there is to it. But actually, um, you are coming next week. Yeah. Uh, next Friday, you will be in the studio for about 20 minutes. <laughs> and then we'll have to move Not, on. That's fine. <laughs> I'm a busy man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we're going to do, do the full episode we should have done back then. But, yeah. um Awesome. But, uh, well, what else? What really else is there to say? I, I don't think anything. Like, I, I think that people just like to sort of weaponize stuff that they see online. And, and to me, it's, it's just, it's not a big deal. Like, everything I do is, like, trying to be creative and trying to entertain people. And, like, I've made decisions that, you know, like, I'm going to show less of this or more of that because that's what I think people want. And, and so there's there's no hard feelings there's nothing that you know like there's no stigma there's no like i'm not mad at anybody and never have been mad at anybody um and so i think you know that's that's basically it to me like other people have talked about it online more than i've ever even thought about it so <laughs> right like, I, yeah it's well not, thank you for saying that and i do want to ask what is going on with your hair <laughs> oh um <laughs> you want to see let it? me see a profile yeah <laughs> i let i let my caretaker cut my hair Oh yeah! The, oh, oh my goodness, my God. dude! Holy crap! No, that's a quarantine with the beard and everything. I mean, 
<laughs> what do you think? That's a quarantine special. I think it's a quarantine special, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I tried to make her use a hedge trimmer, but it scared her. Uh, and then was that dangerous? Garden. Yeah, yeah, we came to that conclusion. That seems it's like... the first time she's ever given someone a haircut, so I think she did an okay job. I like it's that you guys epic. went down to the to the scalp on the side. Yeah, she she was trying to fade it. Um, oh, really? Okay. My, my definition of a fade is sort of like a gradual change, right? Like it starts yeah. right. the skin and then it goes up. Her fade was just straight buzzer. That's awesome. And I had to, I was trying to, I was trying to like, you know, communicate, hey, like a fade is like a transition. Um, but it was too late at that point because the hair grows slower than you cut it. Well, it looks great. I can't wait to see that beautiful head with all the attached hairs and everything. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into more detail on uh, next week. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Sounds good. Okay. Thanks for calling. Thank you for calling that. in. Yeah. Talk right. to you guys later. All right. Talk. Bye. Bye. Welcome back. Now let's talk about Bill Burr. This also kind of explains why the Bill Burr podcast went so poorly. But you see, the difference is that usually the person who Ethan brings on is well aware of who Ethan is. And so Ethan feels a degree of power, right? Because he's this authority figure. I mean, again, it's really just you're speculating a lot and you're using Jimmy Lee and William Osman, two of our first episodes that they were awkward, as proof that I am exhibiting power over the guests. Whatever. But Bill Burr doesn't know who the fuck Ethan is, and he doesn't care. And Ethan went into it assuming that he would already have respect. He felt That's outrageous! That's not true. Dude, if anything, if you watch back to Bill Burr, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm painfully insecure, if anything. I mean, yeah. I have an incredible reverence for Bill Burr. And so the fact that it was awkward was really just me being nervous and, and uh, being insecure. What he doesn't mention in this part is that Bill Burr, so I was like, wow, okay, he left. And then Bill Burr reached out to us to come back on a second time. He reached out to us, and the second one, everyone thought went great. They said it was the redemption episode, right? That was well after he released this video, though. Oh, it was? Yeah. Okay, so fair enough to him. Okay. Yeah. But but um, I don't know how you can watch this and then say I'm, I'm superior. I mean, I, I see the opposite, personally. Like he didn't have to earn it. But and Bill Burr's a very grounded guy, and he fucking shattered that illusion, and it was beautiful to see. The great Bill Burr is here today. I don't know about great. Give me somewhere. The to greatest. Go. greatest. Oh, the, yeah. great. the greatest guy <laughs> sitting across from you right now. The NCAA. There's a lot going on for the great yeah. Bill Burr with the great, great. What am I doing wrong greatest. exactly? Bill Burr. I'm flattering. <laughs> I do mean that, by the way. Uh, I know it makes you uncomfortable. It but. does. <laughs> One great was bad enough. <laughs> Does it? But but you know that. Like, I like being appreciated. Yeah. Okay. Just say tone it back down. with the person I I appreciate. Yeah. So once again, the that great kinda... that's, that's, great mind. That's his, that I appreciate very that's, much. That's his yeah. finishing move. Well, I love that moment. What did I do I wrong here? You do. The great great. This is how you turn it around. This is how you turn it around. Well, where I made I'll... you uncomfortable. Now you fucking sit here and compliment me. Those guys. Very very funny gentlemen. Good people. Good people, yeah. <laughs> There's no context of anything. Tony, you are the greatest, greatest, greatest God, comedian. The, I, you do it to everybody. Don't I you? don't. I swear to God, I don't. I but you know what I'm, I'm telling? Kidding, man. You know what I'm, I'm telling? I'm gonna say I appreciate you. I was really anxious at the at the time, to be mm -hmm. honest, and I was like beside myself with nerves with Bill Burr being here. And so, that was just him being, you know, like the way he is. <laughs> if you're familiar with Bill Burr, <laughs> there's another comedian on YouTube who has a podcast on YouTube called Theo Vaughn. 
and he's been on our show. He's a super funny, awesome dude. And he had Bill Burr on there. And also, like me, Theo Vaughn's a huge fan of Bill Burr. And Bill Burr also just totally railroaded him, too. And they had, like, this really awkward thing. So when I went... When I went on Theo Vaughn's show, we were, like, just... It was, like, the Bill Burr uh, Anonymous <laughs> Club. Like, we were all recovering. But, I mean, this is not... I don't see me being superior. I see me just getting, like, uh... Being being very insecure, which is what I was, you know. <laughs> we don't. We don't. The great Bill Burr doesn't have time for that. <laughs> All right. Now I'm not ragging on him for being nervous. I'm ragging on him because his superiority complex was shattered. There's no evidence of that. I didn't see any evidence for that. And it was revealed that it's actually an underlying layer of insecurity that is driving him. See, yeah, that's part of. I feel like that's a new thing. You're already worried about your daughter being sexually assaulted. You know. How old's your daughter? I don't think that is. I think that's you you projecting your OCD on me. Mm. It's uh, I, oh, you're you, you're talking about you know that she said three <laughs> words and she totally communicated like right. So, yeah, I didn't see oh, evidence it for seems that like at all. It's cut up too. I don't even know what we were talking about here. Yeah, it's so cut up. Daughter, hearing you talk about her on the podcast. Jesus yeah. Christ! Well, you're pretty perceptive. <laughs> Take care about well, your own I, child. Listen, more than that, <laughs> he okay. was busting my balls, and I was so anxious that I couldn't appreciate the fact that he was really just busting my balls and right. having fun. Yeah. And so I was like, in my mind, I was like, oh, this is going awful. And I was trying, to, and but I was like in my head, you know, which is the worst, yeah. while you're trying to be in the moment. The worst you could say, which plenty of people did say, is that I'm a bad interviewer and this was an awkward interview. All that's true. But he's what he's doing and what he's attempted to do throughout all this is to speculate about what my intentions are and what I meant and what I did. But none. Of, but it's none. None of it's true. Mm -hmm. And frankly, I don't really think it's supported by what he's showing either. I guess what he, what he really does is he establishes like my character really early on, which is funny because the first thing with Leafy is flat out wrong. So with the Leafy thing and the John Trunt thing and all this, then you're like, okay, he's a really bad dude. And then you have no problem accepting all the speculative things about my intentions throughout the video. And uh, he also had a zillion kids, so I mean, yeah. Really? How many siblings? I mean, I, I just want to, for the <laughs> sake of brevity, call it. I know it's awkward. <laughs> yeah. This feels like a child asking someone questions on career day. That's true. <laughs> when you skip to the yeah. final boss. Right. Yep, yeah. exactly. And now, what do you for me to say that? I like, press F to pay respect for to Ethan's ego. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> wish I'm totally shattered. I told, I've said this. I went on antidepressants the day <laughs> of this. I went home and I was I like, wow, I'm fucking. Clearly. That was, yeah. Something's <laughs> burning. Something's burning. Oh, something's yeah. burning. Yeah, I'm going to keep, I'm just going to keep going. Superior, inferior. Um, what? That's why I'm here. He told me, he goes, yeah. And now we have Bill Burr on the phone. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Such a sweetheart. Oh, this part's great. Do I love this part. Do you watch YouTube videos at all? Bonus go. Here we go. G-Sauce, retard here, and is Ethan Klein a joke thief? No, 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 no. Greg, um, are you, you going to do what H3H3 does, where he goes against his morals for financial gain and then also lies oh, to his viewers a lot? Are you going to do that as well? Hey, um, also, are you going to are you going to steal uh, content? I don't know what he's referring to, but let's then here. Ideas of other creators <laughs> and then use them as your own and not tell oh, anyone. Shots. Yikes. Okay. Well, according to Chad, he is. But Chad's name is also anything for views, so, you know. 
doesn't exactly add credibility. Ethan, uh, stop stealing your jokes and stop telling the same ones, and you should be good. Oh, because he stole the Vape Nation meme? Oh, yeah, from... tell it, tell everyone. Don't tell them where they stole it from. Just say you stole it. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. The, the, the number one gem of uh, of Ethan Klein, Vape Nation, was uh, a stolen idea from a friend, a close friend. Oh, and who's yeah, the type shut of person? up, team. I told who's... you this. You're not allowed to repeat it. Oh, this is getting spicy. But, but like, can you be honest with it? Like, who, like, who'd he take it from? Why, why, why are you freaking blue-balling me? Language. <laughs> oh, we got something, um, three bucks from Schmeichel 44. We won. Oh, yeah, I don't know if I can reveal that. But, um, someone that Ethan is, uh, was friends with. I'm not giving any away more, more than that, because I really can't say. Information of who it was isn't out there, so I can't say. Oh, we got something, hang on. Three bucks from Zark Krius. Oh, well, Keem just gave it away. I just saw in the chat, Keem gave it away. There you go. Wow, what a... You got your answer. That's exclusive. Okay. I mean, Ethan's kind of already admitted that in a way. So, well, here, I'll... One day I was filming with Filthy Frank. And his producer was there, and he was vaping so hard. I was like, "Dog, what is, what is going on with like this vaping?" He says, "He's like, yeah, man, it's just it's vape nation." And I was like, "Wait, I was like, wait, say that again." And I was like, "Holy fuck, like that's brilliant, fucking vape nation." Chad, Keem, can you tell everyone what's going on here exactly? Yeah. Okay. So first of all, let me talk about Chad. Anything for views. I don't know what this guy's problem is with me, but I've only met him once, okay? He came, when Keemstar came on this podcast, he came with him unannounced, him and Andy Milanakis. And um, I was going to the bath, I didn't know they were coming, I was going to the bathroom, Keemstar was already here, I was getting ready. And then Chad walks in the hallway and he goes, he introduces himself, he goes, Hi, I'm Chad, I talk shit about you all the time online. And I was like, okay, that's how he introduced himself to me. <laughs> I says, okay, well... I'm sorry that uh, you don't like me, but welcome to my office. <laughs> so then he comes in, and they, him, Chad and Andy sit outside while Kim starts doing the podcast. We have food. We serve them. It's very cordial, cordial. We have a good time. We go downstairs for a cigarette, and he goes, "So, what? Tell me, uh, is it what? Is it true that you stole Vape Nation from Filthy Frank? This is before this, by the way." And I say, "What? I've never heard that before. That's." I've never heard that before. No, I mean the whole video is improvised. Right. I mean, how could I possibly steal the, everything in that video? Is one hundred percent improvised. It's the two of us just out there without a plan, recording. Right. And that's the video. The fact, like the outfit, the character, that was all improvised. We just literally took clothes that was in our apartment. Yeah. The one thing that is true, which is what I've always admitted, is that Topher, uh, uh, George's, uh, like. He worked producer. with him on the producer side. He said Vape Nation. I never and George never said anything about it. And I was like, oh, that's such a funny term. In fact, Topher even helped me make the video. He helped us film with the, the part. Yeah, the part in the Central Park when, when I was doing the vape broke. tricks. Topher helped me film that. <laughs> and so and so I was like, that that doesn't make any sense. It's all improvised. How could I even steal from it? And he goes, Okay, I just wanted to know because that's what George says. But don't tell anyone. But don't tell anyone. Right. And then, well, I was like, okay, well, no, it's not true. And then now he's out here 
telling everybody like, oh, don't say anything. Ethan stole Vape Nation. So I'm a joke thief because I stole the title for a fully improvised video. Okay. And I and I'll, at, at, finally I was like, I just called George because I, I was frankly really offended and hurt that he was telling people that. And I says, George, is it true that you were telling telling people that I stole the idea for Vape Nation? I didn't even know that you were planning to make a vape video. I didn't know. I just heard Topher say Vape Nation. I don't know if he was repeating you or what. But And he goes, and he says that, uh, in short, he says no. I'm going to I'm going to keep it, the conversation uh the brief out of respect for George but he said I did not say that. I've never said that. So that's the totality of this entire rumor that Chad has been spreading about me and I don't know what's this fucking guy's problem why he always has such a hate boner for me. Like but but what the fuck? I don't know what to say to the guy. I really don't. I mean he's friends with Keemstar so and he's a fat cunt. Right, that's what he calls himself. Garbage. It's tattooed on him. So that that's it. So no, of course. How can you steal something that's totally improvised? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. So even after I explained that to him, he went and kept, kept spreading the rumor. I don't really know mm -hmm. what, what uh, I don't really know what else to say about that, but okay. Either that or just don't talk about it at all because... That's just straight drama, bro. Like, what the So f why did you put it in but your video, But now you're then? talking yeah, about it. Yeah, why did you put it in your video? <laughs> also, quick update. My ex-wife is now pregnant with my brother's child. Uh-oh. Cash over content, baby. Cash over. In the podcast following... What was Ethan that? Why did he... He, like, started filming and didn't cut it out when he had food in his mouth. Bro, what? <laughs> what happened to spending hundreds of hours editing? You think that's the part where you're still chewing food? I gotta go back. I'm sorry. <laughs> also, quick update. My ex-wife is now pregnant with my brother's child. I'm sorry that I had to go back. But just please appreciate that he's eating food in the beginning of this clip. In the pod Why didn't he cut that? <laughs> Why did he... Uh, he he should have spent more hours editing. Yes, following Ethan's <laughs> drunken rant about Keemstar... He makes this comment. By the way, the show. I mean, I, I mean, look. I, I don't need to. I don't need to clickbait. We're okay, all right. I'm not like desperate for more clicks. To put it, my man. Okay, so I see a humble brag and a way for you to deflect the criticism that you used PewDiePie's controversy to kind of clickbait people and make them watch the podcast. But when somebody else brings up your financial situation. It's a little different. It's great. No, I, I'm ha I'm so happy. Seems like you're doing all right for yourself. <laughs> yeah, we got some walls. We got yeah. some curtains. We're trying. What? Yeah, you know, we're trying. What's this proof? <laughs> it's been too Still long. Hustling. What's this? What are you? Yikes! Wait, yikes! What yikes? <laughs> what did I say? No. I'm not getting the yikes there. <laughs> Ooh, you really didn't like that. What? I, I had know. no problem with that. <laughs> I was just goofing around. What the heck? Doesn't take a genius to see you did not like that. Tim Plus. What? I had no problem with that. <laughs> I think it does take a genius. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, genius on, on that. a level. level. We're not I think like, that's the most level. cringe thing that has been in the video so far. Like, that really got him. <laughs> I totally didn't have I a problem Ethan is that. making a fuck ton of money from the podcast. That would be crazy. But since John hit a soft spot there that's let me uh, poke a little further into it ethan you started the podcast because ad revenue was low there's nothing wrong with that if you need money to support yourself then get it however you need just make sure your content doesn't suffer 
but let me fill you guys in on a little little juicy detail, a little, little piece of mm, nice meat. Do you want to know why Ethan has focused so heavily on the podcast over the last year? What? Why he hasn't made any original content in what? the last four months? What? Why his Twitter yes. now links to the podcast channel yes. instead of the Tell main me. channel? Yes. It's because the podcast makes a fuck ton of money. That's one reason. The other reason, which I've said many times, is that I just lost interest in making the same old video. Mm -hmm. It wasn't good. I didn't like doing it. I just, the reaction video format and the criticism and all that is like the constant search for looking for videos and reaching to, for things to criticize. I didn't like it doing it anymore. I felt like the, the whole thing became very negative for yeah, us. Just the workflow the, at home, we started to not even enjoy the process. And then all of a sudden we were working here and you get to go to an office and you get to work with other yeah, people. Yes. I like And the it gave us a stability. It felt like every week we know what we're doing. Yes. It's our decision. I don't know. There were different reasons. <laughs> but I feel like we just kind of moved on to something else, right? We decided we wanted to do this. And um, I mean, we spoke about it a lot, but yeah. But ultimately, the creative process became really toxic for us. And we just didn't enjoy the process anymore. So the podcast was more fresh and exciting and fun. And yes, more lucrative, too, which is all the more reason to to continue to invest ourselves in it. Let me uh, let me break it down for you. Hmm. Why is it that almost every YouTuber I know of has started a podcast this year? Well, the answer is pretty simple. They make money. It's because podcasts can get direct sponsors, and direct sponsors make a lot more than just regular content. What kind of genius analysis is this? <laughs> People make podcasts because they but make money. Here's where the problem arises. <laughs> Each episode of the H3 podcast has three to four sponsors. No! What? Three to four. Dude, have you ever watched a podcast? They all have that many. In <laughs> fact, if you look at like Joe Rogan or some of the really popular ones, they even have more like five plus. Like Joe Rogan's entire, the first like 10, 15 minutes is pure ads. So Have you ever I watched mean, a television show? You know how many advertisements? Yeah, like, right. Like this is not a high number. But the thing is, I mean, just for context though, like, I mean, we are definitely on par or even lower than most popular podcasts. Mm -hmm. So it's weird to, it's just such a weird that take. That is insane. Today's it's episode. not insane. It's totally, it's the literal status quo. <laughs> Sponsored by MeUndies Movement, Nature Box, and Dollar Shave Club. Uh, this episode is brought to you just by shows me sponsors. They are making at least $10 per thousand views at the fucking bare minimum. Then add pre-roll ads, then add the separate clips channel, and then, of course, add, you know, the uh, the affiliate links when people actually, you know, purchase affiliate the products. Links. I don't have affiliate links. I've never put affiliate links in my fucking description. That that means that an Wait, average what? episode of the... What does he mean by that? I'm well, confused. We put... I oh, think he just means the oh, links the to URL, the sponsors. Yeah. No, yeah. We, don't, we don't work on commission, though. Oh, right. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I yeah. thought he meant like an Amazon, like you put a link. I, that is technically when an affiliate, right? I don't yeah. think that's what he means. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I put, I put a, yeah, but I don't, yeah, okay. The H3 podcast is making conservatively twenty thousand dollars. You can think I'm full of shit, but come on, and then, dude. The thing is, you think twenty thousand dollars is a lot because, as it, it it appears that you're a young man. That I mean, I don't mean this as an insult. It just looks like you live with your parents still. I could be wrong about that. I'm not saying that to insult you. But we have three full-time employees, and we have an office. Just do the math on that. Just, like, do a rough calculation on that. Our costs, $20,000 is not that much money. I mean, it is, it's a lot of money, right? But 
but it's not. I mean, I don't, I don't, I just. But anyway, what, what is? I don't get the point of counting our money, like as a strike. And he said you us. only put a hundred thousand on it. I said absolutely, I put a hundred thousand on it. Goes to the winner. Winner takes all. Just think about it. I don't Each even know what that was music. Let's say average a million. Again, conservative. That's a lot of people watching your ads. But yes. again, I have to That's repeat, there's nothing bro. wrong with that. Okay. Just make sure your content does not suffer. That's I mean, isn't that your objective opinion? Subjective. Right. Subjective. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Subjective. Because <laughs> I stopped making H3 videos and I started making the podcast. Yeah. That's the equation. That's that's the trade-off. Make more money. Do it how you need. Make better content or at least the same degree. That's how it counts. I mean, live your life how you want. Don't tell me how yeah, to live like, my right. life. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to <laughs> tell what? you about that. Do whatever you want to do, that's man. That's the equation that who wrote. Yeah. Chop does it. That's what, you know, most relatively successful communities do. The videos improve over time. But yours don't. You spend an average of 10 full minutes each podcast talking about your sponsors. You know, instead that's of... That's very normal. It's not 10 minutes, though. It's like five. Well, well, we've had times in the beginning that it took us longer and we became better at mm. doing yeah, it shorter. Yeah, we definitely used to drag But that's out. also pretty we normal in the around. podcasting. I think we were trying to goof it around and make it entertaining so we'd make it longer. And yes. now we're just snappier because I mm. think people just, I understand that people, it's better just get through it. Mm-hmm. Right. Now our ad reads are probably more like five max. Like three, no, Three to five minutes? Three, three. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like you said, Ela, that's totally normal. Mm-hmm. Three to five minutes of ads in a two-hour podcast. Two to three-hour podcast. Back yeah. then, we were doing them longer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, saving people some time, you drag it on. You talk about it. You ramble Dude, about it. He's making this <laughs> sinister music, and he's talking about how my ad reads are long. This is this is made it into his video. About it with Gila, you it's know, so and hot. It's recorded completely separately of the conversation as well, so it's like a legit commercial break. Yeah. Well, a short, short break. We will be back soon with your boy, John Tron. <laughs> Thank you to MeUndies for sponsoring this. Okay, I'm not going to watch me Thank doing you. Ads. Oh, my God. Legitimate break in the content. And sometimes these breaks are fucking literally nine minutes long, such like in the Ninja interview. He was just... Dude, people watch... You're, you're making this like... If people think it's too much, they can choose not to watch. Mm-hmm. People are watching the podcast. It's just... It's so bizarre. Like, we're just kicking it. You know, gaming. That's freaking awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Yes, That's people so watched. Cool. Um, guys, we're going to take a, a short break. We will be right back. Welcome to running a business. I don't know what to tell you. Do not go away. <laughs> Do not leave. Dan, cut me off. We'll be right back after this commercial break. See you guys soon. They've got Dr. Carl. You look like a... In my life at this point. That I'm surprised you don't shoot yourself every time you fucking ramble, honestly. Because it, it's nuts. The amount... It just flashed on screen nine minutes of improvised shilling. My face. <laughs> I, Funny I don't really think... A, you know that... Sh- shilling is usually when you're you're being deceptive about... Like if you're being paid to promote a product, but you don't disclose that. Like this is all very upfront. I think mm-hmm. shilling just means like selling out in the way he's using it. I guess. Yeah. Look, you look like a cream pie. I care about you guys, and I want and wish the best for you. Jesus, I really went on a tangent there. <sighs> like, man, I've heard you ramble about Dollar Shave Club so many fucking times in my. I I frankly um. I okay. Life at this point. That's a weird I'm point to make. You don't shoot yourself every time you fucking ramble, honestly, because it's nuts. The amount of time you've spent in your life talking about Dollar Shave Club. Yeah, they pay me to talk about them, dude. Nobody's paying. I mean, look, 
Yeah, they're a sponsor. <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. You never listen to radio or podcasts or anything? You don't even shave. Anyway. <laughs> so now we understand why the main channel has suffered so much. It's because why fucking bother making high-quality content that takes you potentially hundreds of hours to make when you're going to make, like, 500 bucks off the AdSense? You know, why not just Exactly. You nailed it on the head, dude. Fucking I mean, sit that down. is one point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's part of it. What's wrong with that? To somebody or talk to your wife who will barely respond. And, you know, you'll make 20 to 40K. Yeah. In a two-hour span. No brainer, right? That's why the podcast is twice a week. It's so that he can make twice as much money. Wrong. We did it twice a week because we thought that for as long as we're focused on the podcast, let's do it more frequently. Um, that, that also allowed that us to spread the ads over more episodes. Mm-hmm. To right. basically do exactly what he's criticizing, to, right. to have the ad breaks be less. If we're going to have four ads, let's do two a week. Exactly. We didn't get more ads as a result. And we decided that right. it was too much, and we went back to one, actually. Right. Well, we went back to one when the quarantine happened, and the reason is because I started, I, I started investing myself in the videos, right? I needed more time. That's like the. True. The Keemstar and the Some Ordinary Gamer, I spent a lot of time on those videos because it was a topic I was passionate about. And I was like, you know what, fuck, I, I want to talk about this stuff. So there you go. While being half as entertaining. I mean, in your opinion. <laughs> Don't lie. Seriously, though, the podcasts where there's no guest are terrible. Okay, so we are going to skip chapter 7 and 8 because... It's a long video, and I don't. I feel like I don't need to address these points because Chapter Seven's about that I'm not funny, and that's totally fine. I mean, I'm not going to fight him and try to argue that I'm funny. I mean, he's entitled to think I'm not funny. The Chapter Eight is about that we sometimes misreport things and get information wrong, and that I totally own. You know, sometimes I put my foot in my mouth and I say uh, the wrong stuff. So, you know, you can watch that part. I I just I don't need to respond to it. Because uh, I, I own it. You're right. I get stuff wrong all the time on this podcast. So that's fine. Okay. So chapter nine. Lie. <coughs> the poor player that struts and frets his hour up on the stage. And then it's heard no more. Oh. Death. Okay. All right. Now I'm going to discuss one last issue that I have with you. If I hadn't seen this, I would not have made this video. Mm. In the 27th podcast you made, you had an entire segment where you talked about shoe nice. And I was thinking about having him on the podcast because he's just such a wild Christ, such a lunatic. Get him to come in here and eat some deodorant or something. <laughs> and he was like, I'll be in L.A. in a couple of weeks or next month. Or It was very open-ended. I was like, okay, well, I'll let you know. So we discussed maybe doing a collab or a podcast. I don't even remember something. Right. And it was just in an email, and then we just didn't. We just, just never followed up. Basically. Like, eh. And you featured a video of him ranting about you and Filthy Frank and he said some derogatory comments about you and Gila, and it was basically just him making himself look like an asshole. <laughs> like he's obsessed with, the, with, yeah. with insulting you specifically. <laughs> I love the uh, <laughs> twist anti-Semitic at the end. So for those of you who don't know, Shunice is a crippling alcoholic. He got really what? popular. That's so, I feel like that's really rude. He's a crippling, this is what I was saying, like, I never said anything that mean about him. Mm-hmm. You're a crippling alcoholic? Shunix is a 
Dude, we, I have a lot of history with Shoe Knives. We are totally cool with Shoe. In 2011, 2012, for some videos of him basically slamming liters of alcohol within a few seconds. Get sad. That's not all he's famous for. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you diminish Shoe Nice? <laughs> Dude, Shoe Nice is famous for eating deodorant, toothpaste, toilet paper. paint, toilet paper. He's basically the billy goat of YouTube. He got famous for eating and doing crazy shit. Like, consuming crazy shit. It's not just about the alcohol. Shoe nice. Shoe nice, baby. The legend. Me and my elementary school friends used to watch Shoe Nice all the time. And watching his videos, it, it does not take a genius to know that this guy is not in a good place. He is. He's he's a raging alcoholic. And Dude, why do you keep insulting Shoe? He's a raging alcoholic. I mean, he goes through phases. He's not... Yeah, but a little more complicated than that. But he's almost writing him off as like, yeah, shoe nice. An he's an alcoholic. You can't again. He's like SJWing for shoe nice. You can't say anything about shoe nice. He's a alcoholic. Dude, shoe nice is my dog. I don't know what you're talking about. If you've ever seen his vice documentary, which I recommend, you can see that the guy is, is not all there. He has some issues, okay? And, and and deep down, it seems like his intentions are good in general. I agree. But there's a lot of issues to be unraveled. When was the last time I seen my son? That little spoiled rotten brat. When you see him again, tell him to tell his mom, dirty bitch, I'm getting half. <coughs> we got to finish this. We got to... Uh... You know, he's a, very, he's a very interesting guy, a very interesting case study. And okay. Ethan is aware of all that, and he must think he's interesting too because he used him as a punching bag in front of his audience of over a million. And I'm pretty sure he's drunk all the time. He gets drunk, he's done this about 20 times, makes this anti-Semitic ramble, and then he erases it when he sobers up. These are pretty entertaining, and so I'm kind of into, like, Shoe Nice hate videos now. And he was aware of that when he gave Shoe Nice false hope of being on the podcast. My biggest concern was I don't want him in this office, not only because I'm afraid he's going to try to kill somebody, but I also don't trust him with the address. I think he would, like, post it on Twitter immediately mm -hmm. just out of a drunk vengeance. I think he would be an interesting <laughs> podcast guest, but I, I would want, like, legit security. <laughs> I would want him padded down before he entered. Yeah, handcuffed. Look, I love Shoe Nice, but he's pretty, wi he's pretty wild. <laughs> I mean, I was playing it up, though, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was goofing on Shoe Nice for sure, but I don't know why he's put placed in this, uh, this like uh, position of guarding. He's like guarding. Yeah, he's so fragile. The poor Shoe Nice. Me and Shoe Nice have been going back and forth for years. Like, there's so much history between me and Shoe. And he was, I mean, he was the reason we were doing this. By the way, with dunking on him is because he was here. I have these. He was calling Ela like an Israeli whore and shit. Like here, let me see. I've got all these great. Uh, Shoe nice takes. Here. He said, he just started tweeting out all this crazy shit. He goes, don't give single fuck about his subscribers. Jewish people are greedy and only care for themselves. And Ela is a whore. <laughs> he said, what the fuck is wrong with you? He said, fuck up, dickhead. You were my, you were my help. Now Shoe nice trolls you until I die. <laughs> like, he's, he's a character, you know? Anyway, here's another one. Uh, he said, fuck off. Ela is a whore from Israel. And Ela famously said, slam some more toilet paper to clean the shit that's been coming out of your mouth. <laughs> I mean, it's been a back and forth with Shu, but it is all love. I know it, does, I know it doesn't seem that way at times, but it really is all love. 
We'll have to restrain him. It'll be like a scene out of Silence of the Lambs where he's just <laughs> sitting in a chair. We'll have to muzzle him, put a mask on him. Because Ethan does not care about people's feelings on an individual level. That's on a grand scale. What are you based? That's just come on, Weird. man. That's just not right. He cares what people think, but on an individual level, he does not. Unless, of course, you have something to offer him. Now, again, okay, you're just you're kind of weird to think that you know all that. I don't know. <laughs> he only brought him up in this one segment, right? That's you know, you bring up Shoe Nice once, he doesn't really know how he'll react. It's not like a, it's not a big deal, honestly. I would have definitely overlooked it because you know, Shoe Nice probably enjoyed the attention. Yep. But now here we are. It's been a year since that podcast, <laughs> and Ethan's had a year to develop as a podcast what maker as a host. And, well, he decided to add Shoe Nice again. Okay, so this clip, again, is totally bad faith criticism. And I'll tell you why. I'll play the video and I'll show you. Shoe Nice is a fucking lunatic in other news. So, apparently, <laughs> Shoe Nice has like 20 different accounts. And he switches between them. Shoe Nice loves Ela and wishes she would forgive him. If you guys don't know, he had called you a... Jewish whore or something yeah. sort, something sweet like that. Shoe nice, believe it! <laughs> Exclamation! I believe Ethan is willing to forget. The fact that he took that screenshot should tell you and all you need to know about Shoe nice. You know what I mean? Like that's the image he took from his channel. Shoe nice deleted videos. To see Shoe nice would be legendary. <laughs> the real Shoe nice deleted videos. Wish upon a star, bro. Shoe nice. Dude, do you the guys understand? He literally has 50 alt accounts, and he commented and upvoted all of them. It was it was literally the craziest thing I've ever seen. Like, oh my god, why are you being such a like? He's being such a he's being such a social justice warrior. He's so offendable. <laughs> this edgy kid is so offendable for sure. He's a mental sad man. This is hilarious. This is crazy. <laughs> come on. Never duplicated. Give this a thumbs up, everyone. Shoe nice exposed. <laughs> I will come to Cali, bro. Let me know. This are you fucking How mind long blown did yet? This, take this him is to mind do blowing. Are you mind blown yet? Brought him up for a whole about six minutes. Yes. Talked about how he has 50 different YouTube accounts and yes. he basically likes his own comment and yes. comments on his comments and like makes I it so that he dedication. rises to the top. Basically yes. calling him out for f acting like an insane person. I emailed him mm, and okay, this fucking no. psycho that spent five hours replying a hundred times, I can't get a hold of him. <laughs> I have no way of getting a hold of him. Even that one, I don't really care. Because, you know, it's kind of an interesting tidbit, a weird thing that Shoe Nice did. Oh, it, oh okay. it's an interesting tidbit? <laughs> the dude made 50 comments from 50 different Shoe Nice channels. That's more than an interesting tidbit. That's incredible. It's the next one that really <laughs> kind of gets me. Today we've got a special okay, presentation you guys love put this. together of Know Your Meme featuring the one and only Shoe Nice. You guys are going to love this. Here. Let's get started. Okay, so on the next podcast, he has a 20-minute segment about, get this, him quizzing yes. one of his viewers about how fucked up Shoe yep. Nice is. But wait for Putting it, guys. his mental illness on fucking full blast. Absolutely. Joe, you're on the air. Not really his mental illness. That's really putting words in 
You're pre you're, that's not really what this is. <laughs> no, you're me. Joe, how are you doing today? I'm oh. doing fantastic. Even better now I'm talking to my favorite couple on YouTube. Oh, thank you, Joe. You're too kind, too kind. Do you know Shoe Nice? Are you ready to win a Samsung Galaxy S9 Plus? And you can say it's all in good fun. You know, there's no negative intention. But I know in my head, I know that Ethan gets some sick pleasure from putting him on blast. So this is one of my favorite moments. He goes, you might say it's all in good fun, but I know in my head that it's not. I was like, okay, dude, well, you don't really know. Nope. You don't, I mean, you don't really know. And again, this that's the problem with this whole video is that it's so all speculation. Weird. It's all speculation that's like shrouded in the most cynical possible interpretation that almost doesn't even skirt against the possibility of reality. Like that. So you said he chained himself and he shit himself in a diaper and fasted for four to five days. Did he achieve uh, success in his hunger strike? No. Uh, I think he was actually forcibly removed at some point, but we did not have Fountain Day that year. So That story definitely lines up with the shoe nice we all know and love. So I have no problem stretching my imagination to believe that. For better now, or for worse. But like any spoiled child, he does not know when to quit. It's a segment, dude. A spoiled child. <laughs> that just shows what a decent, kind, hearted. But wait, uh, the best part's coming. And you are. <laughs> now I remind you, the objective is to get into the shoe itself. I right? gotta get more depraved. Ela said to him, "Slam some more toilet paper to clean the shit that's becoming out of your mouth." What provoked this from Ela? He, he called you a Israeli horror, and I'm so sorry. That, that's horrible. Well, Joe, you are entering the mind of shoe, and I like to see that. <laughs> you've, lo you've dropped all rationale, all reason. Totally fucking bonkers is what it is. 50 channels. Imagine Hell having yeah. that much free time. So this is what we're dealing with here, folks. This is going on. So, well, let me wait for my How comment. many times has Shunice ashes you in okay, your so check this out. alcohol poisoning? So, let's just enter Ethan's mind right now, okay? Mm -hmm. Shunice, over a year ago, made a 60-second video where he basically bashes you. In so, let me, let me show you guys what really happened on that segment. Yeah. And this proves to you, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that this is a bad faith criticism. Now, you know he watched this clip, clearly. But what he doesn't tell you is that Shoe Nice was a willing participant <laughs> in this segment, and he provided the answer to all the questions. And when the person gave their answer, I would go, what is the answer? Shoe Nice, tell us. And listen to this. This is real fucking this up. Okay. Yeah, well, what happened is that was my drinking You recognize that? It's Shoe Nice. But, um, Ethan and me had talked on an email, and I was heading out to California, and Ethan's like, it would be great for us to get together. And I emailed Ethan a few more times, and it came up. You know, he wouldn't reply to me. And I was just like, well, can you let me know within the day? And then I I was just on Twitter, and I'm a ball buster. So I just, you know, I said, hey, Ela, you know, you're a Jewish whore. And, I mean, no, I'm sorry. You're a whore from Israel. That's what I said. If she was from Tennessee... She would have been a whore from Tennessee. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not re I, I wanted to take that back so bad. I mean, I was literally, I don't even remember typing it, to be honest with you. So, well, Joe, you are correct in this point. By the way, that whole thing is, well, anyway, it's part of our beautiful history with Shoe Nice. But, but it was just a segment, and wait here, here's another one, Yola. But counts. Mm -hmm. I think that's the limit yeah. that YouTube gives. He goes, you. but they he have goes, all lots of He goes, he's just making fun of how many how many times you got alcohol poisoning. It's Shoe Nice's question. All right, I don't remember this being this hard. <laughs>
I have 50 YouTube accounts. Oh, I think how many that's accounts? the limit yeah. that YouTube gives you. But they have all history. He maxed it they out. They have subscriber 50, videos bro. on them. They're really not ghost accounts. They all have history. And they're and all real. Interaction. <laughs> I use them exactly how I got. Um, so the point is, right, Yeah. that he makes it look like we're just shitting on Shoe Nice. But he neglects to mention that Shoe Nice is participating. It's a collaborative effort. Yeah, it was together. actually a really fun thing to do together. So that, that's and we did that. it with other people, too. And yeah. he kind of set it up as if you had led him on while, you know, failing to include this part that he, he was led on. We did a segment with him just like you said that you would. And right. also, the, we did do a segment. We've done this Know Your Meme with a lot of people, right, where they give us answers and then we quiz someone, and then we play their answers. So it is a collaborative effort. And again, it's just a total bad faith argument to neglect to say that. The truth is that if he showed that, he wouldn't probably just cut this whole section out because there's really nothing to criticize us for shoe nice, in my opinion. I mean, really. And your wife to his audience of, let's say, max 3,000 people because, well, shoe nice's channel, the one that he got popular on, got taken down by YouTube. I wonder why. <laughs> a big surprise. So now after having all that progress reset, he's basically at square one. And so he has barely fucking, he has no audience really. He has some sick people who enjoy watching a man fall into fucking misery. And Ethan, being one of those people, decides to take this clip and fucking put it on blast to over a million people. Anyway, I'm going to skip this part. Making that you so he races it on one okay. channel, re-uploads it on another, and it's just, I don't. He's just on another level. So because Shunice made a video bashing your wife, you feel that you have a moral authority to put him on blast in front of millions of people. Bro, how deeply is he reading into this? <laughs> we talk about Shunice all the time. It's really got nothing to do with moral authority or anything. On a podcast where you're making 20K. And so? Shunice is making nothing. And just when you think it couldn't go any deeper, you find out that Ethan is actually entertaining the idea of taking the bullying further. You know what? The bullying? Listen how sensitive you are. He's such. He's so sensitive for shoe nice. What happened, Dan? Oh. The TV shut off. Oh, it's back. <sighs> he's so sensitive for, for, for poor shoe nice. A Coward Storm whack pack that we want to build of our own. Shoe nice is like... Anyway, you know what? I've seen enough. I get it. Yeah. Let's have the man himself, <laughs> shoe nice, call in to discuss. There he is. Hey. You you can go horizontal if you wanna if you wanna turn it the other way. I mean, as long as you guys can that's fine. See me yeah, here. I guess it's fine. We see. Yeah, shoe got everything balanced. <laughs> shoe, tell me. Um, first of all, thank you for calling in. Just uh, broadly, what did you think about Gokunaro's video? Um, um, that guy is a complete idiot. <laughs> is that the camera? That is the camera. Yeah. Listen, he could have done that whole video, Ethan. He didn't have to blow your head off and then throw an imitation on my son at the end. Mm -hmm. It almost looked like my kid killed you. Mm. Right. So, I mean, I never, I mean, I was just like, dude, can you edit it? But it already blew up. Well, I don't want to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you at, you talked with him? Yeah, oh yeah. Right in the beginning it came out. And everybody oh. like uh, mediocre and it just was like, dude, I'm not going to watch this. And no, no, you got to watch it, dude. 
your son's in it. I'm like, what? Oh, maybe my son and this dude did something. And then I, I, I go through, go through, go through, and I see you sitting there, and uh, this dude comes up and just, why couldn't he just, like, hacked your YouTube or something? <laughs> the death of H3H3, you're not going anywhere. And I'm just like, dude, sorry. And then the other, it'll never stop. It's just like this this cult thing of keeping up that video. And you, so, but that's, I didn't know that you asked him to edit out the end. Why did you ask him to do that? You there? Yeah. Oh. I was saying. Oh, I got you. I got you. Sorry. I'm like, um, you said. I was saying, I didn't know I'm that sober, you. sober, bro. Trust me. I'm sober 30 days today. Congratulations. That's awesome. Congrats. Last time I talked to you guys, I was in a blackout. Well, that makes sense, considering the context of the what happened. Um, I, I wanted him to take it out not only for why are you just going to execute somebody for a video and views, and I just haven't talked to my son in so long, lost the kid on opiates, and he's going to throw in his buddy, I mean, mm. who doesn't even have the looks to be a shoey, <laughs> and I'm just like, change it up, dude. You were, yeah. Change it up. There's so many edits on that video now. And what did you, what did he say when you asked him to remove it? Dude, I spent hours on this. This is, I said, dude, I know, but you shouldn't even have put me in the end of the whole thing. It's just the way it all came together. Hmm. Blow Good. off his head. Shumanized Jr. Right. His whole, the whole point. Like he, I'm sorry. I was saying the whole ending part was saying that, uh, that we were mean and rude to you, but. But I feel like we're bros. I feel like that point didn't really make sense. Yeah, it's the sheep of the YouTube. I bust balls on you guys, Pootie Pie, everybody for years. They don't get mad, the creators. It's the fans that feed the flame. And I've known you guys forever. And I'm just like, oh, email, 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 message, message. Dude, H3H3 is just, I said, I'm using H3H3, all right? I'm the one that made up 60 accounts and went in and made, got all the comments. And they finally just said, listen, you got to have this guy on the show. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he criticized me for making fun of the fact that you left like 100 comments from t 100 different accounts. That is ridiculous. How, how is he going to figure this out in here and blame you is what I'm wondering. Right. I know you're going to watch this Broken Arrow. I just don't know your name. Broken That's what arrow. I call you. <laughs> Dude, there's hundreds and hundreds of people from mediocre to, I mean, everybody tries to figure this out. And maybe it's just a big act. <laughs> I don't know. They shouldn't have shot you, Ethan. That's all I'm saying. Well, I, uh, well, thank can you, you for saying sips that. Can you take sips during this live stream? You can absolutely take sips. A hundred percent. Now, shoe, there was a, it, what sorry, is that? Bro. Coffee? Yeah. <clears throat> shoot, did you? I had to quit drinking. My liver was going to shut down and. I, I stopped enough so the liver turns back around. There's a certain point, and you get to the top, and if you don't change it, it's too late. Well, liver I'm glad you're changing up. it. Yeah. I'm going to be a UFC fighter by the time I'm <laughs> Yeah, I think that, too. Uh, <laughs> you know what's funny? I remember when that Go Canaro video came out. You were sober, and you were, like, super healthy, and he kept referring to you as an alcoholic, like you were some helpless alcoholic that I shouldn't make Listen, fun of. Listen, alcoholism was made up for the weak-minded. I'm a raging drunk. I've dropped opiates <laughs> in one day. I've dropped, if I ever did heroin, I know I could quit that in a day. Alcohol, it's just mind over matter. 
I don't have a mind, so it don't matter. <laughs> and I'm just like, hey, Amy, you need a bunch of strangers to tell you, oh, you got to quit drinking, buddy. I was a sponsor for like two weeks. Dude kept calling me in the middle of the night. I, I need a drink, bro. I'm like, well, hurry up. The bar's going to close in an hour. I'll buy you one. And like the 12 steps, I'm sorry. That's a bad sponsor, Jill. <laughs> Half of an AA meeting is literally the judge told you, smarten up your act. Yeah. You get a DUI. You got to show the judge up. I'm going to anger management. I don't hit my girl anymore. That's not me. I'm just saying people at DWI. Just sure. What did you think about him just writing you off as an alcoholic, though? And he kept referring to like, <clears throat> oh, he's an alcoholic. He's an alcoholic. I don't know. Maybe he had that problem in his family. Uh, he's doing crystal meth off his AA book. I have no <laughs> idea. And then the another pretty obsessed about the video. And I'm just like, leave me alone. <laughs> I didn't say that, but <clears throat> another interesting revelation is that you claim because there's a whole conspiracy that I removed his videos, but I saw a tweet of you or a, an email and a tweet that says that you reported it and you oh, I reported it every time I got my own personal moderator. I got <laughs> so much hate that they literally put one lady to me and said, Listen, <laughs> we're going to just, we're going to watch. And they, they literally, my number one hater, he's out of prison for child porn. My other hater got doxxed by a dude. He's been, I mean, the shoe nice hate is slowly but surely imploding. I knew it would. Jeez. But but it always wins over evil, right, Ela? That's <laughs> right. But so so, are you saying just that it forgot was, everybody else's name for a second? It was you who reported. Well, this is like right here. I'm sitting at the table with you guys. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your shot is weird. I, I'm blind. I just noticed your heads are way in the back. I'm on a cell it's phone. It's a it's a weird <laughs> shot, but way there. It's gonna look better on the show. Sorry, Ethan. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> Shoot, you. I'm trying uh, to learn how to listen and not ramble on. That's you know? okay. That's all right. It's, uh, you know, the marijuana use has tripled since I quit alcohol. <laughs> oh, you're not sober. You smoke weed. Chill, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was yeah. at the AA meeting last night. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. So it was you. You reported his videos to YouTube and got them removed. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> I said, dude, you know, you should have just came and asked me. So, Broken Arrow. I reported your video on the main channel the second time when your idiot buddy did it, and I'll keep doing it for the rest of my life. <laughs> Never mess with somebody that has nothing to lose. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, what did you tell your YouTuber? Don't forget to subscribe to Shoe Nice. Uh, Zach said I could throw that in. Subscribe. Yep. What channel are we subscribing to now? <laughs> Which one of your fifty channels? <laughs> <laughs> it's always been sh it's shoe night 22 forever now okay. that was nice my 20. big mistake i think we talked about that changing the name all yeah. the time it's shoe nice 22 and on cameo you're killing it on it's cameo right shoe nice 22 that's how i make a living now you guys started it out that steve will do it told me about it and you guys bought a bunch of them and everybody that watches your vids it's just in archives what's this cameo oh my god and then they come in, they get them birthdays <laughs> and uh, coronavirus. People are just all depressed. Oh, really? I come in, hey, gosh, yeah. 
they're happy for five minutes. So hitch. I had nice. to raise my price up to twenty though. Hey. I was selling myself for a Jimmy John sub, bro. Uh. <laughs> so shoe nice on twenty dollars flat rate. Flat rate, you get the I whole package. There's people around price. me that are charging fifty. I don't even yeah. know them. Sorry. Shoe yeah. nice twenty two on Cameo. Shoe nice twenty two on YouTube. So um. We'll get them. We'll get them links in there after. That's Absolutely. all. Okay. See you guys later, man. No, I just <laughs> Shoot, what do you tell your YouTube rep when you report his videos? Um, this is usually just reporting and flagging just to get somebody's it shut down. Never done it in my life. I hate doctors. I hate people that send a pizza to your house. The people that slot somebody. But no, this was more personal. And I tried to tell this dude. You know what I mean? He looks like some kind of a a, a, a bird on a fence, all on meth. You know, <laughs> just leave me alone, gonk. Fuck out of my life. Oh, shit. You are, you are, I will always say, you have a- I got grown men on puppets for years. I don't know what it is. All I'm doing is eating toilet paper, guys. <laughs> leave me alone. I'm with you, Shu. Actually, I looked it up. I, I, I Googled it. It's called, um, Celebrity worship syndrome, CWS. <laughs> Look it up. There's this dudes that can't get over me. No matter what I do in life, I slam a keg of beer every day. I go out and feed the homeless. I fix my life. I got a good job with Cameo. It's never good enough for the Pencil Dick Puppet Club. <clears throat> <laughs> well, it's good enough for me. I'm proud of you that you're sober and you're yeah. making a living on Cameo. <clears throat> and, I, and I hope that all of our fans Bro. go purchase a Cameo for $20 flat. Why don't you have me and Keemstar fight, dude, and you be my sponsors? I'll Nobody oh, sleep oh with their UFC oh, What's up, Keemstar? What's Speak, up, Keemstar? Shoe, speaking Your of Keemstar. Your beard looks like the backside of a rooster. <laughs> What's that, bro? I wanted to ask you about, because Keemstar accused you of being a rapist, didn't he? Yeah, but the sad thing is about Keemstar is... His anger, and probably way before YouTube, mm. has always got the better of him. You know what I mean? Most definitely. You just act angry, dude, or annoyed. But I love the way you do it, bro. It's <laughs> absolutely beautiful. So what is it? Do you, what, do you have anything to say to Keemstar? I just want to say that back in the day, I was famous. It was me, Jenna Gargles, and a bunch <laughs> of people just hanging out watching Shane Dawson. You were around a little bit. And then RWJ, if you got on that show, that was the holy boom. It rose you to the top. And the next day I wake up, I got 50,000 subscribers. And everybody's like, oh. So I got like White Boy 7, Boogie 2988 when he was still fat. <clears throat> and uh, we're just like hanging out. And everybody's furious. Pete, LA Beast, Max Mofo. He talks about me all the time because mm -hmm. I made his channel. People don't realize how the basic is Filthy Frank, Max Mofo, and uh, I-dubs. Shh, I won't say anything. <laughs> There's only one set of hands throwing their legs. But yeah, man, he just gave me a huge shout out yesterday for Cameo. He bought a bunch of Cameos and he put me on his channel. Some people have respect for helping you, but some people don't. Like I helped out Queefy Leafy, um, L.A. Breast. <laughs> Who else did I help out? Um, <laughs> I don't mean that. But drama skirt, right? I thought Keemstar was different than drama alert. 
I always heard drama uh, alert H three H three. Jake Paul sleeping with his brother Logan. And I'm just <laughs> like, you know, I come in and on my Twitter I was big. I mean, you guys remember? And I called you a name and Keemstar first thing out of his show. Dun, da, da. Shoe nice calls Elon Ethan blah blah blah. So I come in, yeah, whatever. So he never really liked me. So then I did a parody of him. And let's get right into the shoes. <laughs> I had the everything, and he just got mad and mad and mad. And uh, hit one tweet. Here it is, right here. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. I lost my Marge Simpson voice quitting drinking. I'll oh, try it. Yeah. Do the dishes, Marge. <laughs> we don't have any. Oh, that's pretty good. There it went. <laughs> so, oh. I was just going to go to sleep, but I just found out Shoe Nice rapes kids, FML. And there's like three, 4,000 people, you know what I mean? You can dox me. You can, you know, take my mom's ashes and throw them into a pool. Don't say I rape kids. So I go into his messages, DMs. I'm like, Kingstar, I'll show you the proof. These guys are ah, la, 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 la. He sends me back this video. Listen, Shoe Nice. Uh, people a lot bigger than you have messed with me, so don't. So I send him the proof. He just blocks me, disappears for years. And then the guy he got the info off of, my Google Hangout haters, the leader, gets arrested for child porn distribution. Oh, now yeah. I'm just thinking, oh, my God, this guy's a metal guitar player. Was he a real pedophile? Or was he trying to dox me or one of my, you know, buddies that went after him? I'm hoping it's the second. You know what I mean? I'm hoping he's stuck on a sex defenders list for the rest of his life for taking that kind of devil shit and putting it on me. If he was a pedo, he was a pedo. Either way. So Keemstar, years later, he's got a poster. He's fighting with H3H3 and because you did a... Um, uh, a podcast with me. He's like, oh, I didn't even watch it. And he's just like, dude. So I emailed him. He didn't return it. He threw up that video on Broken Arrow. I said, I can't believe this guy with this many subs and this much money he's making would put up a video that was already taken down by twice by YouTube. And, you know, it might be not even have been the reports from people. It might have just been because YouTube picks up a video. It's like when you get that train wreck. That's why I don't watch Live Week. It was good money. When they stopped the money, I was out of there. That desensitizes the soul, watching Live Week all day. That's a problem. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to cough real quick. <laughs> like I said, the so marijuana did, uses. So, did, so, yeah, man, this dude is a complete idiot. He wants to fight back and forth with you. That's fine. I don't have any problem with this dude. Just don't say I rape kids, bro. All right, mm -hmm. I know you're watching, Keem, and I got you that strike, and you're going to not upload for a week. Lessons learned, bro. Mm. <laughs> Did he ever apologize for accusing <laughs> you of being no, a rapist? He's an asshole. He just I'm blocked sorry, you. Sorry. He blocked you. Yeah, yeah, he's now, yeah, he blocked me on Twitter. Because, mm. I mean, this family's sick of it. These are real people's names that these people that hate me, there's a real dark, hate, shoe nice world. I don't know where they hang out in some. <laughs> They're kind of evil. Their leader was a child porn distributor, and they still wanted to hang out with this guy. Well, I wish he would just make a video and tell us, tell you about it. A fucking pedophile. He's in prison. Write him a letter. So, um, 
did, I, I thought it was kind of rich how Keemstar uploads a video. Gokunaro was like, he was mean to Shunice, but Keemstar called you a fucking rapist. I think that's a little meaner. Listen, the whole thing was like, I emailed him this whole thing, and I said, I'm going to sue you, dude. That's libel and slander. You told two or three million. I know people that got 5,000 for 10 times less of an audience. And he just, I think he was trying to clean up his act by throwing that up. Oh, look at what, you don't remember this shit? I remember everything. You're an idiot, Keemstar. You and Broken Arrow, go start some <laughs> freaking, you know, country band. We all just a bunch of pencil dicks. <laughs> Shoo, I love you. <laughs> and- oh, yeah, my time's up, but see, I'm doing better. I don't 40 emails anymore, just four to ten. No, you've been great. No, you can talk. You can spam Zach all I'll, you want. I'll get a better microphone that's not swinging in the wind. <laughs> but these but are I, tight. Shoe 22. Shoe Nice 22 on Cameo and YouTube. Get your I just want to put Go one ahead. thing out on the record forever. Yeah. Ethan and Eel and me have been getting along forever. I knew these guys before Bait Nation. And uh, Gonkinero. <laughs> Gonkinero. Keemstar, you're a lesbian book club. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Shu. All Thank right, bro. Thank you, Shu. Take care, buddy. All right. Oh, yeah, subscribe. <laughs> subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> so this is actually a cra- crazy revelation that Shu Nice was offended that Gokunaro used right. his son to murder Broken us. Arrow. Broken Arrow. <laughs> and and Shun and then Shunai told asked him to remove that part from the video. I would have never expected that as a twist. <laughs> and then Gokunaru told him to fuck off. So who's being the bully to poor Shunai? Yeah, that's... <laughs> poor protected Shunai. Wow. What? He. That is such a twist. I can't. <laughs> that really just outed him. I mean. <laughs> It it was interesting to hear about it from Shunai's perspective. I did find that whole scene pretty weird, which we're gonna watch. I guess we haven't watched yet. Yeah, but the assassination. He has like Shunai's son like chasing you. He so in the end, Shunai joins him to kill me for revenge. His son. Yeah, and by the way, Shunai is estranged from his son, and I think he, I think, and um, actually, he knows that because he showed a clip of right. Shunai saying that, and then. To use his son like that in a way, mm-hmm. me and Shu are homies. So he he implying that Shu wants to kill me, and Shu wasn't cool with it. And he asked him to take it down. <laughs> and Gokunaru said no. Broken arrow. <laughs> Broken arrow. And also, Shu confirming that he was the one that got it taken down. Yeah. What? <laughs> like that he, said, he said both times he wrote his YouTube rap. And he and said complained. he would do it again. He would do it a million more times. Wow. Dude, that was crazy. That shoe nice clip just took <laughs> such a twist. <laughs> oh my god. It's weird because he like he put so much faith into shoe nice. I have like a weird hair here, Eli. You're gonna have to forgive me. Can you not do that now? <laughs> Look how big it is. What? You saw that? Okay, we're cutting that. No, you leave that in. <laughs> He puts so much faith in the Shunai story. He even says, I wouldn't have even made this video. Yeah, he says Ethan that a few times. If Ethan didn't bully <laughs> poor Shunai. And then sh- and then, for Shunai to come on. Oh, that's crazy. 
and also I really love Shunice, uh the whole thing about Keemstar. Keemstar, and then, oh, by the way, so Gokunaru gave this video to Keemstar to re-upload, right? Right. And, apparent, and, and Keemstar's always promoting this video, and, you know, um, and uh, they seem to be cool with each other. So how is it that me bowling poor Shunice prompted this whole video, yet Keemstar, who said he's a child rapist publicly, based on no, gets a pass? Based on nothing. Based on nothing. He, and then Chunai says Keemstar blocked him when he confronted him about it. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't apologize. So let me get this straight. I'm the asshole. Next to the dude who called him a child rapist. <laughs> wow. And how many people is that that Keemstar is accused of being child rapist now? I've lost track. But I do, you got to appreciate, there's so much irony. The shoe nice is almost the key to all of this. <laughs> shoe nice has locked the meaning to this whole thing. It's Seriously. pretty epic considering that he was also the main reason for making this exactly. video to begin with. He's the so, main reason and he was the one that got it deleted uh, and he was the one that was most offended by it. Full circle. So it let's, really as, he, as wow. Bocanaro likes to say, we've come full circle. <laughs> yeah. Let me quote, let me just wrap this up here. Before we watch the outro sketch, Shunice was offended that he included his child killing me. He asked him to remove it. Gokunaro told him no. Gokunaro is cool with Keemstar, who accused Shunice of being a child rapist publicly. He gets a pass, but I'm the biggest asshole in the world for borrowing poor Shunice. Shunice admits to taking down both of his videos, reporting it to his YouTube rep, and, re and getting them removed for harassing Shunice. <laughs> <laughs> it's so beautiful. And so, also, Keem has been promoting this video for years, but it, that very first segment about pyrocynical Keem right, was the one that debunked it. So he knows he it's knows false. He knows that it's wrong. How is Keem start promoting this video as the <laughs> ultimate? He goes, "This is the ultimate video." When he so Keemstar has apparently watched this video. The first point, Keemstar knows is wrong. In fact, he's the one that made the video saying it was totally wrong. And then Keemstar is the one that accused Shunice of being a child rapist. The whole impetus for this video being made in the first place. Mm -hmm. Something doesn't make sense. <laughs> you know what I think? You want to know what I think? I think Keemstar hasn't watched this video. <laughs> I think he watched the first five minutes. That's funny. I think he might be right. He's like, Shoe Nice is in it? Oh, <laughs> shit, I shouldn't have uploaded that. I shouldn't have shared that. <laughs> I think most people haven't watched this video. fucking innocent. Thank you, Keemstar. Thank Say you. it again. Yeah, Say it again, Keemstar. Listen. is fucking innocent. I mean, look, the man says Beautiful. it himself. <laughs> um, well, let's watch the outro sketch here. Now, this is the reason this video kept, keeps getting removed. Yeah, and speaking of, I mean, we're going to watch it, but cut it before he actually shoots the gun yes. at you yes. or something. Right, yes. we, we don't can't get, show yeah. the Just actual... cut the part where he executes me because the surrounding stuff is pretty vulgar, too. Okay. But like, this is only, by the way, six minutes of an hour and 35-minute video. If he cared that much, he, I mean, YouTube literally said you are doing an execution at the end of the video. Mm -hmm. If you cared, you would have just cut this part out and re-uploaded yeah. it. But for some reason, uh, I don't know why he never did that. And I mean, obviously no one would have a problem with that at that point. He's really proud of this part. I mean, I think he said. 
Well, let's watch it. Let's see. Everyone shoe nice again. Either way for the fourth time, Ethan, my buddy from H3H3, has given me a shout out. <laughs> He's called me the moral center of YouTube, a legend, Ethan and Ela from H3 Podcast. I would By the way, Shoe Nice has crazy rapport with other people too. Like Max Mofo and Shoe Nice are always doing all this crazy beef. He's dressing up as Marge and doing all this crazy shit <laughs> for Max. Like, I'm not the only one that interacts with Shoe Nice on this level. You know. Love to be interviewed by you guys. I know we had some arguments back in the day. That was totally my fault. Just drunk and just trolling. Uh, Shoe Nice. The fuck is this? would just like to offer you a public apology. What am I looking at? Yeah, we were. Uh, I think that's supposed to be you. Again. Yeah, I think that's the back of Shoe's head. I kind of remember when he uploaded this. Oh, that's Shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. And he like green screened himself into the set. <laughs> We just want you to, you know, not wait for it's us the back to of the call shoe. or email you. Um, <laughs> the heel. Oh, the shoe is such the a heel nice. bothering us. Dude, he's time. got good, like... He's easy to get, bro. He can you somehow make I mean? the back of his head move. We're not fucking <laughs> assholes. Because it's just mean. He doesn't deserve to be made fun of. And I mean, if you look at Leafy's channel all he does is make fun of kids and like vulnerable people dude <laughs> shoe nice is not a vulnerable person come on that's so stupid making fun of these people they're just it's just sad sending like millions of like kids to just harass these people and honestly it is kind of just turned into bullying i know we make fun of people this argument that i'm bullying shoe nice is just so lame I mean, come on. Do our best to make sure that it's somebody who deserves it. We'd never find someone with 10 views and be like, hey, th fuck this kid for trying to follow his passions and live his life. Is that body. ticking his video? Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Here's making fun of a Joey's world who obviously has an eating disorder. Like, what the fuck, man? Can you just find, like, someone to pick on your I'll own I'll admit side? that that Joey World Tour thing was a stretch. Mm. That was a bad point that I made back then. Guys, like, I mean, seriously, dude. At this point, it's literally just bullying. The guy needs help, support, not fucking ridicule by a thousand raging kids on the internet. <laughs> thought we were a little more delicate than that. And I just would like to see that same delicacy across the board because this is not, this is not the community that, I mean, I think most of us want to be a part of. So and I just want to say for the record that we are hypocrites. We are hypocrites. It all comes full circle eventually. Mm. <laughs> and Ethan Klein, your time is up. Uh oh. So this is building off the intro sketch where there were sketches though where he bought a gun. In the beginning, he was like a weird dude with, obsessed with me and wants to kill me. So I think it's just picking up from where those sketches left off. Is he in a dorm room or maybe it's a dorm room? Well, I think it's his bedroom. Mm. Oh, so this is Shoe Nice's son. Mm -hmm. Which is a little, I mean, that is a little insensitive. Why Shoe Nice's son? Pretty weird, man. Yeah, it's pretty Especially weird. Especially <laughs> when Shoe Nice said in your video that he's estranged from his son. Yeah. <laughs> Let the hunt begin. So they hunt me down and murder me, essentially. This is me, obviously, fat. I don't have blonde hair, I mean, come on. People people have referenced this as lighthearted. You tell me if this is lighthearted. 
They go, it was just a lighthearted hunting and execution scene. Dramatic. Oh my god. They found my beanie. They're hunting me. That kid does kind of look like Shunice's son. I will say he casted the part well. <laughs> there I'm running. I'm falling. They got me. They found me. Nice son found me. Oh, so this is the part where we should. Yeah, show. we just cut away. But it, it's very. I mean, it's very graphic. Here, you can just edit out and post, right, Dan? Well, we're just you switched off of it. Yeah, but like, show here, show this frame. So like, he just shoots me in the face at point blank. I mean, so it is pretty graphic and creepy. It's very menacing, I mean, frankly. I can say from my personal point of view, <coughs> I did not like seeing it. It didn't feel. Right. Um, there's a clip of him saying he thought it went too far in retrospect, too. But I will say, like, obviously, I don't feel like he's going to kill me, but it was, it's a little too, I think it is too far. Like, I would never mm -hmm. do that. Like, it's not funny, and it's not, it's really serious and ominous and creepy. And here, I'll, I'll show, like, he kills me. And then they, like, come and spit on my body and shit. It's, like, so, it's just very... I, I told, first of all, I had nothing to do with this video getting removed. Apparently it was all shoe nice. <laughs> but <laughs> so I, I totally understand why YouTube wouldn't want this yeah, no being acceptable yeah. on the platform. He knows that too. Like you said, if he really wanted it up, he'd just cut this out. Right. Obviously. So they start spitting on me. It's just not that serious. I don't know. Yeesh. So there you have it. The death of H3H3 by Gokunaro. What a masterpiece. Garbage. <laughs> no, no. You know what? He, has, he ends on one final note. I'd like to share something my father once told me. Uh, I'd just gotten the shit kicked out of me for bullying my brother. And he said to me... Did he just say his dad was being the shit out of him? That's what it sounds that like. That seemed to be what he stated. If you're going to dish it out, you'd better be ready to take it. Well, Ooh. did he, sh did, I mean, he showed one example of me not being able to take criticism in the case of like the hypocrisy and, and the N-word controversy. And I fully accept that. But I feel like I get a lot of shit here on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm sorry H3 your dad Street is fucking innocent. <laughs> I feel like I'm sorry that your dad beat you. You shouldn't have done that. Um, True. Here he says, by the way, that even he admits. Obviously, I was not made to be a friendly video. I've said that. It's yeah. supposed to be abrasive. Same with the ending skit. I even felt some regret about the ending skit afterward, but not on a uh, guidelines level. Okay, it was mainly on like a personal empathetic level i was like oh, okay this is definitely a bit edgy <laughs> but i had very specific reasons for so he admit like it sounds mm -hmm. like he kind of 
knew he went too far. And I appreciate him saying that. I, I feel like, yeah, I mean, it, it was a little disturbing for sure. Um, so that's it. I mean, All wow, right. how, we did that's it. It's a long one. I don't even know how long. You we'll know what? See. I do want to say, though, about Gokunaro again. I think he, I actually think he's a talented guy. And he, and it, he put this whole thing together, and I think he did a really good job. I just think he was probably more careless than he would have been if he knew that millions of people were going to see it, right? Mm-hmm. And I can say the same thing for myself. When I was making videos for what I knew was a very small audience, you had less care about, like, some details, right? But, um, but you know what? I, it's fine, you know? I, I think he did. I think he did a good video. Obviously, there was a demand for it at the time. Everyone was saying content cop Ethan, and so he did that. He filled that need, and um, and then you know, came, people like Keemstar boosted it, mm-hmm. which is ironic. <laughs> After what we know now, yes. <laughs> but anyway, no hate to this to Gokunaro. You know, he he's he's got a little cult following now, and. He's he's doing his thing, so you know, best of luck to him. God bless. But obviously, at a certain point, I I have to acknowledge this video and and talk about it. So that's what we did here today. So with that, that was a huge undertaking, uh, but we did it. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope that cleared up some things. And um, you know, if you guys liked it, let me know. I'll I'll, I'll watch H three hate videos all day if you guys like it. I'll make I'll make a career out of watching H3 hate videos if you guys like it. But anyway, have a great weekend. What do we got next week? Willie Mossman. Right. Cool. And then after that, Oliver Tree. Oliver Tree. Yeah, baby. It's going to be awesome. His new album's coming out. We're planning some fun things. Oliver Tree, best guest. Greatest guest. Also under a million subs, I believe, when he came on. I just remembered. <laughs> got him. But anyway... Um, thank you for watching, guys. I hope that was watchable. I don't know if it was or not, but I think. No, I don't know. No, more or less than a typical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me know what you thought. <laughs> Apparently, there's another new H3 video that everyone's talking about called Everybody Hates Ethan. Cool. So maybe I'll watch that next time. Cool. <laughs> maybe in two years. Submit your favorite <laughs> H3 hate videos to, to podcast at H3's Reproductions. <laughs> I'm serious. Submit them. And if you guys like this, I'll watch another one. Like once a month. Ela's like, please no. I know. Yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you all for watching. Have a great weekend. We love, appreciate you, and we'll see you on the flip side of the flip side. All right. <laughs>